Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. I'm just so excited. The holidays are here. And we walked in, and then you know what? I said, you know what? I'll do it nicely. Please turn off your damn lights. Okay. Please. Because I'm being nice now. No longer being grumpy EA. Sure. We're still not hosting once again. <laughs> you know, we're, you know. I checked the calendar. Darn it! But you know we're producing, <laughs> oh, so that's okay. Uh, but it's okay. It's like, but at the same time, you're producing what? Doesn't matter. Oh, I'm okay. producing. Okay, okay. It's better than you know not being completely I, I, shut out. I, I, I mean, I will give you that. Yeah, in creating you are too. Uh, again, we're not. Even though we are, I think one of the most talented shows that you'll ever listen to. Again, maybe that's just my opinion. But I do think you and I make it one hell of a show and I entertain the masses. Gonna, I agree. I, I I think that... The powers that be don't agree. So that's okay. It's another week, another dollar. And uh, we're here on Turn Off Your Mics for a little holiday cheer that we're going to spread. And don't worry, we'll be continuing this podcast throughout the month of December. But I just wanted to bring out the holiday cheer now because we're officially in December, uh, Creighton. We're we're uh, a, a, we're experiencing the holiday cheer. Something happened on the TV that you got excited about. We scored. I'm, you know, I'm going to be nice. United, I usually thank you. would yell at thank you, you and United say, "The United States is playing China right now in Frisco." So this is relevant. They're playing at Toyota Stadium. I wish I could have gone. Yeah, but, but you made me come here. No, I did not. No, you did. No, I did not. Anyways, this should be an easy win, and we just. I'm had sorry. To tie. I'm sorry. I'm, you know what? Uh, listen, we're both partners on this 50-50 on this podcast. I'm sick and tired of making it seem like I run the show, and I'm like you're like my employee. I never. No, you. No, you make it seem like no. That. I do you not. You do. You just said it. No, I made you come here. What? I made you come here because I had to compromise with you since we are 50-50 partners, and you're like, I'm not gonna go tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not gonna go the next day. So. This is what I have to do. I have to watch UNC and the United States women's national team on two you TVs. You want to watch two teams nobody gives a damn about right now. I, for one, think the North Carolina game Why? versus UConn Why is, is very intriguing. What does that have to do with Yo, what are you talking about? UConn is the reigning champion. Good for them, but it doesn't matter because guess what? March Madness, it changes. Everything changes in college basketball once March comes around, okay? Hell, you can you could be 0 for uh, 30. That is not true. You could be 0 for 30 in your no, conference, because go you in the conference <laughs> title, and go on a run and win the title. Am I'll I, tell you this right is now. That that any team that, that is true, but any team that is 0 for 30 is dang sure not good enough to win any conference the title. Okay. You could you could technically get on fire in the conference tournament and go win the conference. Oh, That's go. I don't like those rules. Okay, then you can get booty clapped by thirty to. Kansas, no, sometimes so. you, again. That's why there are Cinderella teams all every year in March Madness. The Cinderella teams you talk about, there's like like there's always like fifty. Two or three of those are actually Cinderella teams. The other teams like San Diego State was a really good team last year. It's not really a Cinderella team. Yeah. FAU. Very good team last year. But I can't wait because I'm going to be cheating uh, because I have you paying attention to all this. So I'm just going to piggyback off whatever you say. There you go. When we make our brackets in March and I go 64 and 0 or whatever it is, you never have and you never will. I I know. Yeah, yeah, because if you did, you'd be a a billionaire because uh, Warren Buffett would have given you a billion dollars that one year. Right. Well, the saying is the more you know, the worse you do. So Exactly. It's true. Maybe I shouldn't listen to you. All right. Well, it's the holiday cheer. It's everything. It's our holiday fun episode here on uh, Chillin'. No, sorry. Turn off your mics. I'm losing my mind here because I was looking at Wait, we're not going to do another one before? We will, but I just want to live in the holiday spirit. I got you. It's December. It's December. I'm excited about it. Santa's coming. Amen. I believe in him, by the way. I'm told, listen, I'm fine with, like, 
I think it's dumb when people are like trying to be like, oh, you need to be an adult, be an adult. Who the hell? Who cares? Nobody cares. Do whatever you want. Exactly. Like, it's fine by me. I think it's more fun when you had that kind of spirit, quite honestly. You know? Do you think so? Yes. Yes, okay. I do. That's why I just said it. Do you really believe it, though? What? The holiday spirit? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Why not? Who are you to tell me that? You're right. Why, why do you know? How do you know that? Exactly. So, right? You're right. 100%. Like, like, how do you know that Florida State wasn't going to win the whole thing? I like that tease for later in the show. Ooh, there you go. And we're gonna argue. I'm gonna talk to you about why a lot of college football uh, uh, doesn't matter in December. I knew that was, everything just don't matter, does it? It doesn't. You sound like a casual fan, is what you sound. No, like. it sounds like I'm about to tell you why certain little traditions, certain things called bowl games. Maybe they, uh, maybe they need, most of them need to go. Anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. But right now, I want to get this really great tweet. All right. Now, I'm not talking about fat shaming anymore, okay? I, Don't worry about I that. I had a okay? feeling that's where we were going. But, but it is something to do with romance. Okay. And you did bring that up. Like, did somebody break your heart again? No. And Dude, you told me this wasn't going to be romance. No, I said it you was You lied my, to no, me. No, no, not my, my romance. <laughs> okay. It had nothing to do with my own <laughs> okay. day. All right. right, all right. I ran into this tweet during the uh, Philly Niners game uh, on Sunday. And to me, it, it really just, it, I don't know what to make of it. I want to discuss it here with you, Creighton. Here's the tweet. Do not tell a dude your business just because y'all are dating. No matter the history, don't tell him your financial situation. Don't tell him how you make money. Don't tell him about your family situations. Don't tell him anything too personal because they act like they are down with you, but use everything against you. Now a man is off somewhere with all your secrets, telling other people while you're keeping his his or your y'all you're keeping his secrets safe. So I read that and I was instantly intrigued by this because i don't know how you can can you date a person and keep personal stuff away from somebody because isn't dating when correct me if i'm wrong creating and when you date somebody isn't that the idea of you're sharing your life with somebody sure but i think it also depends on the the time frame how everything happens well okay i'm not saying first date that's right you shouldn't tell somebody a first date but obviously the way this person uh constructs a tweet towards the end they're saying that this is somebody they've known for a while because if some if you if you stop talking to somebody why would you care where they go or you wouldn't tell somebody there's that much secrets to begin with within the first few weeks of a a date you usually wait until three or four months into it and once you're getting to know somebody so what are you supposed to do hey babe where are you going nowhere (laughs) well you don't want to say it like that I mean, like, what else am I going to say? Like, you could say, like, oh, you oh, know, you're go going with, to my, I'm going to my, I'm going with my friends, my boys. I don't know. That probably doesn't sound right. But, it like, doesn't. It, it, again, like, it's weird. Like, you cannot, in my head, it doesn't, you cannot keep a lot of those, like, family. Why can't you tell me what your family's like? Because you you're not trying to spook somebody out of, like, because Am I not allowed listen, to mention I have family? No, no, that, that you can't. I'm saying, like, sharing your, like, uh, your personal life with people. You just have to be – listen, this how this is – it's funny that you mentioned this because this seems to happen more so than I thought it did, but I feel like sometimes people have a really bad habit of – I'm not saying seclude yourself, but I think sometimes people have a really bad habit of oversharing really, really, really fast. No, I, I feel you on that because one. Because I, I, what, I've, what I've come to see is that everybody – it feels like everybody takes personal information and sharing of someone's personal life completely differently than the next person. So if you were to tell somebody a lot of things about your personal life, 
somebody might be able to handle all that. Other people might be like, yo, that's a lot going on there, you know? So you got to be very careful about where you tow the line and when you tow the line. And I agree. Like, I think what I think the main thing is time. Like, I would not do a single, I would not say a single thing for the most part, like deep, deep uh, family stuff or anything like that for, for a bit, for a while. Because you just don't know, you just don't know how people are going to react anymore to any of that. I get you on that. Yeah. I, I, I think I'm with you in terms of like, okay, you're talking to somebody. Before you're official, like it's right. official, y'all are dating and like y'all are together. It's official, official. Uh, fa- what do they call it? Facebook official back in the day. <laughs> oh, back in the day. Uh, I get that part because that is weird. Like, hey, what's up? Nice to meet you. Yeah, man, my mom got arrested for right. murder. Bingo. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, some people will do that. And I've realized, like, yo, you can't just say because some people take that very odd. Like, they don't respond to it like you think they will. I- I'll give you a, kind of a really good example. And Uh-oh. Of, it kind of happened to me. Oh, here we go. There it is. Well, right, what did you I'm do? not trying to – I swear I'm not trying to bring the room down. It's just part of the, the conversation. So don't get all like, oh, are you okay? It's not real. You're not it's, trying to bring the room I'm down. I'm not yeah, trying to – it's share. just an example. It's, okay. But I'm going to – I guess I'll overshare on the podcast. All right. All right. I, I, I mentioned – I won't go into too much detail, but I'll say this. I was talking to somebody, you know, the Muslim dating apps. Remember I brought those? Oh, yeah. do we ever – The Muslim match. Do we ever Muslim match those. and Minder. Yes. All right. So – the girl asked me about my uh, family and who I consider siblings. I have somebody in my family that's deceased. Right. Okay. But it's close enough to this where- This is a good example. That's close enough that where I was like, well, am I supposed to leave that deceased person? It feels weird to leave my- I agree. Because it just happened within the last three years. True. So am I supposed to leave that person out? But also, A, somebody in my family that's really close, not loving- and yeah. I understand how that person would react, like, whoa, why are you telling me this that quick? Yeah, I see. Like, and so that is a dilemma there that within that. But outside of that, I get your point where you don't want to throw too much in their face. I think I think when it comes to that, as long as you don't like if you just like mention it, I think that's one thing. But I think some people run the risk of being like, Okay, now let me tell you why I feel the way I feel. Like let's have now let's have a therapy session over right, right after okay. I told you. That's exactly that's yeah. perfect. There is a line. There's a yeah. difference what you can how much you can give. Now, back to the original point where I think this person on Twitter was really talking about is not the the initial part. I think this person means and uh even in dating like once you're official because in my head that can't work. You cannot be in a relationship with somebody and not have right. your personal relationship. Because I'm sorry, especially when you get married. Like, okay, let's be real. Ninety percent of all relationships, the the goal is to get to the point of marriage or some kind of long term monogamous situation where you're with that person for a long period of time. Right? That's the goal. Yeah. If that's the goal, you cannot keep things away from that person. No, you'll ups- you'll upset somebody if you do that. Too, exactly, because you don't trust. That means you don't trust that person, and you don't. So honestly, then that all you're doing is trying to have sex with that person. Okay. That I, I, honestly, that's what it is. If you don't put those information or that personal feelings and all those things together, then it's just an f buddy. That's it. <laughs> that's all it is. Because what else is there? A relationship is much more than just you know sex. It's not. No, I just laughing. I'm like, thanks. What for coming a man! To, th- thanks for coming to EA's there, like EA's talk. Like it's just like I'm, I'm just talking about no, the Twitter, get, man. Get, so, you want get, me no, not to? No. You want me to bring up a more happier situation? No, no, for no, you? no, no. It's not that. No, uh-huh. no. I think 
what sucks where I think it sounds like in that tweet the person who's talking about that got burned pretty hard. Yes. And, and I think that's my big point. I was like, hey. And I will agree. There's a lot of people you can't trust because people will tell you, like, oh, you can tell me anything and I won't share it. Which there are there are people out there that won't, but there is also a handful of people who are really bad. All right, so about okay, so you're fine. So you're saying there are a lot of two faced people there. Mm-hmm. Fine. So are you supposed to shut yourself out for the rest of your life? No, you just got to be very. That's why I always tell people you got to be very careful who you tell your stuff to. So you're gonna have to be careful. like Omarion and uh, have the ice box where his heart used to be. Sure. You don't know that song? No. I know a song that you don't. No, I just wanted to make you feel good for a second. You, what, what song is it? I didn't even hear what you said, to be honest with Omar- you. Omarion, you know, talks about he has a heart. Oh, no, I definitely don't box. know that song. I don't know that song. Ice congrats. where my heart used to be. In a world. Nope, don't. Congrats. I don't. Wow. I that was a big song back in the day. Or you know what? This could be a situation where I, you play for me and be like, oh, that song. Uh, and I just then, really said the most famous but, part of the song. But, but let's uh, let's let you have the win. Okay, I will. Let's let I, you have I, the win. I destroyed you in uh, music. No, I feel like they get. I feel like they got burned, and that sucks. But yeah, I always say you have to be very careful who you tell your stuff to, because um, you never know. Because there's also a lot of nasty people out in this world that they don't. They probably they, they don't always. I don't necessarily think that people mean to be. Well, they are, but not all the time. Mean to be. I guess jerks, but I do feel like when people are like in a situation where, let's say, like the room is talking a bunch of mess, I feel like people have like there's some people out there that have like that, um, what's the word, um, instinct to be like, well, I'll just talk mess too, and then they just start, it starts flowing. Next thing you know, you're too far gone. You've told everybody, everybody you know, secret, and that that sets you up for a, a, it's a bad deal. How long in a two relationship that you can you start to give? And as she talks about it in the Twitter post, she talks about um, financial information, family information, personal information. How 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 many months or how many years? In your opinion, does it need to be where? Oh man, I would I would start lightly at six. Six months. Six months. And so then I go are you from like there. acting like a? But stranger? you don't have to shut up. No, you don't have to shut yourself off for six months. You're just not asking super personal stuff until then. So would you be like? All right, let's say you're you have a family problem where somebody hypothetically has money problems. Let's say right. your parents are just they're dealing with a lot of shit. Yeah. But you're not you're not gonna say anything to this girl that you've been dating for at least four months. Well, you probably could be I would say somewhere on the lines of like it's like, yeah, sorry, like uh let's say I'm trying to think of a scenario where you'd have to say it. Like let's say um let's say like you couldn't talk on the phone or something, you're like, Yeah, sorry. The me and my my mom are talking because um, you know things are a little weird right things are weird at the house you know just having money issues with with my other folks it's just a whole mess. Yeah, perfect. See, Creighton, you are smart beyond your years. Thank you. And I am smart as well. Um, sure. Yeah. No, I I think both <laughs> of us agree. Like you cannot just sit there and there has to be a because some people would do that. They would say like, oh, we have money problems. Here's X, Y, and Z. A B C D E F G H J K right. like oh why? And if you're only there within four <laughs> months now, I believe this. If you're at least a year into it, that's fair. Well, game. By that time, I would assume that the person's not gonna is not sticking around right. just for the heck of it. They're right. like, you know what? It's cool. They're they're, they're there <laughs> for the long run, uh, at least trying to be in the long run. They, I get, I guarantee you, they've already probably met your family. That's they've, probably true yeah, too. And like you're not you're not dating somebody for a year and like. Yeah, you're not going to meet my parents until, like, the wedding day. <laughs> no, that is good. essentially where uh, I think 
um, it, it works out. But uh, a lot of people, you're right, get hurt and burnt, and that they, they don't want to see the world yeah. again. And they're and to them, I say, listen, you better go. Didn't go to oh. therapy. Go to therapy and get it done with because if you can't trust other people, then you're going to be alone for the rest of your life. Not to say therapy's not a bad thing. You made that sound like it was very, like, no, go to I therapy, mean, loser. No, <laughs> sorry. That, maybe my tone was bad. No, therapy is a good thing. I am 100% advocate of therapy. Right. In fact, I think that. I think everybody needs to I be do. I think, honestly, nobody's honestly, normal if in this I was world. my big presidential platform as yeah. a therapy for all. Included in healthcare, like I think that has to be a, a number one thing because rich people are the only ones that can afford it right now. Like right. I can, I'm going to go crazy for the rest of my life. Um, okay. Yeah, so I, I just think that um, everybody needs therapy, and we should all. But you know, but we you should work on yourself and try to open up yourself to trust in other people again. Don't go and shield yourself because not everyone's the same. Everybody's different. Okay, you're not going to have the same experience you have. Not all men are assholes, and not all women are assholes. Okay. That was a good way to get back to that. You had to let everybody know, though. I'll give you that. What? That's the truth. We're not know. all assholes. <laughs> there it is. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, you just... And ladies, if you want to experience a non-asshole, you stand on that ground. I give you to, and it's not—it's true. You're not. It's, I just Am love I how an, I'm not. An you, I just love how like hard you planted your flag on that. Well, because I don't like when people say that. Oh, like I hate generalizations. Right. You know, like well, I'm, I mean, I was gonna say you're not an asshole. I was gonna say you're not an asshole. I was gonna say you're not an asshole. But obviously you are because you said to interrupt the show with your goals. Who cares? We beat China. What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean in, in the whole general thing right now? It's a good show. Me, no. About what? what? About what? Because we're putting in new girls tonight. This Ooh. this is this is a showcase. Like the old regime the old regime's out. These are the this is the face of the new world you right here. Just, anyway, we gotta move on. Yeah, we do. Yeah. All right. Well, it's time Sorry for, to interrupt your ending. Yeah, well, anyway, longer. all people I just didn't are, know they were going to score every, off of that. Off ELE, of that, everybody love kick. everybody, and trust somebody down the road. There you go. Go get therapy. Anyway, it's time for our great segment, Chilling with the Cows. Now, unfortunately, if you listened last week, we had uh, we had unfortunate payment issues with our sponsorship known as Work in Progress. And instead of, you know, doing anything about it and, you know, paying up their loan, uh, they decided to put us in the intro of their show. I guess it's cool or not. I, I don't know if that's good enough, but that's what they did on Sunday. Apparently, we're part of their intro now. I have some news. Yeah. What's that? Do I need to send the uh, send the Ricky and the goons? Ricky and Polly. Ricky and Polly need to get there. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good cap one. out some knees. You do not because as of an hour ago, knee. I'm sorry, knee for Justin Monty. paid up. Did he now for one month? So, okay, so we'll he, see what happens we'll here see, in about I, four weeks. I want to take his other knee. <laughs> so he's good for right now. He's good for right now. Um, he sent me, um, not too long ago, he sent me his uh, ad read. And I don't know, man, for some reason, um, his he, he, his phone language is like locked on Spanish. And so I couldn't get it off and he couldn't either. And we were like, ah, you know what? Stuff happens. We'll just deal with it next week. Um, so the ad read is what you have. I'm, I'm sorry. I, he's got the iPhone that doesn't work. The one defective and I'm iPhone. I'm guessing I don't know when what the, they pay, they don't want you reading it. They want me to read it. I guess that's part of the stipulation. Well, we didn't We didn't know. We don't know. I'm just assuming he wants you to read, you know? like I mean, uh, like, I'm assuming that I'm the person that, because it went to me only. <laughs> um, 
All right, just a fair. I thing. will get his iPhone fixed for you next week. I listen, promise. Listen, this is just what they paid me to say. I don't. I failed uh, this uh, thing. So anyway, I'm going to try to read it. All right. Work in progress is loved by all walks of life, including our hermanos to the south. Let's do a read for them. Chilling with the cows. Esta patrocinado por work in progress. Monty, DJ Iam, te ofrecen una radio superior de fin de semana todos los domingos por la mañana. Expecto cuando hacen cosas entre semana. Hablen de cosas como velar, tocar la batería y tener sexo con animales de granja. La gente dice que no hacen buena radio, pero que alguien día aprenderán. Una día todos aprenderán. Sin final, eh, chinga tu madre. Why did you say it in that accent like that? What? <laughs> you changed your whole like your whole your nothing. I was trying to speak Spanish. Yeah, and then you went into this weird voice while you were doing it. I don't know. I have a when I speak other languages, that's what happens. Well, I'm sorry that that had to happen. Well, I don't know what we, I said. We will make sure. I, I I barely. To be honest with you, I can't. I didn't read it that much, so I'm not sure. Either. I I got a D in Spanish, and I don't know how I got that D. Is that a failing grade? No, it's passing. Oh, okay. And I don't know. The only reason why I got a D is because when the professor uh, for our oral exam, I only memorized chapter seven <laughs> of the questions that we're supposed to yeah. have like a conversation with. And luckily, when I rolled the dice, I got seven because I would have been screwed if I got any other number. Oh, my and God. I memorized that this holy was chapter seven. God was looking out for me that day. And I got, I got, I, that's how I passed. So, wow. yes, work in progress. One more month, buddy. You guys, uh, I, I, you, you're safe. You're safe. I'll get his phone fixed for you next week. I'm okay, sorry. Between but, that, but I love the, I, and the text the last time, and it's, it's just okay. the, the phone. The phone's it's just okay. not working right. It's okay, they. You know what? I'm happy because <laughs> part of the Christmas cheer and the holiday cheer is that they paid up, and they. they, they do. I don't. Have, I can call Ricky and Polly off. <laughs> yeah, you and, can hold off for another three. Yeah, weeks. so we're good for there. But welcome to Chilling with the Cows, brought to you by Work in Progress. Um, well, the Cowboys did it. They did it. I told you they'll do it. You did not believe me. You did not I believe. I picked them to win. What are you talking about? You did not. You're a hater. You've always been a I hater. I picked them to win. What are you and talking about? Yeah, yeah. But I picked them to win. Sure. What are you talking about? But you were like, I don't know. They're not going to perform well and all that. Was the game not a six-point game? So. That's what happens in the National Football League. Oh, okay. So when the Cowboys play a close game, it's fine. But by God, Trevor Lawrence plays one freaking close game in his career, and you're ready to write him off, okay? Yeah. Oh, I got nothing for you. I got to make it make sense. It's all I'm all right, Anyway, the Cowboys do win against the Seahawks. I, for one, want to say, before you even get into it, I you, you you talk about me being wrong or whatever. Did I not tell you that you were going to the game of the year? Was this not I, a great game? I already knew I was going to the no, end you of the didn't. year. Yeah, I did. No, because then you would have said it if you no, did. No, I, I already, but I assumed it. I think everybody knew. No, that you got to say it, man. I even said. No. I even first of all, I even Doesn't said. Count unless you say I, it. I, I even tweeted it out. I said this was going to be a t- Cowboys win by a touchdown, which I was kind of right. And second of all, what I was said your final was, score last week? I'll be, I'll fact check that. I don't know. I didn't give a final score, but I just said by yeah, a touchdown. You did. Yeah, you did. No, you gave a final score on here. I'll fact okay. check what okay, you just said. Go ahead and fact check. Because I guarantee you, it wasn't the same as your. I said. I said within a touchdown though. 
I don't think you said yeah, that. Yeah, I did. On the Twitter, you might have not. Yeah, here. but where I said on Twitter, when I was at the game, and also said that this is the start, you that this consistent. is the start of things where it's not going to be uh, uh, easy peasy, lemon squeezy anymore, all right? I said this is the beginning of games where it's going to start to get hard, and I was right about that. I'm the one that said, never mind. No. So I the Cowboys the- played. They won. I love what they did on offense. Defense was uh, to be desired for, but I will say what they did in the fourth quarter was astonishing. First off, Deron Bland came back from a horrific game to get a interception plus another would be interception. He, he still had a, had a horrific he, game. He so it doesn't matter. He made up for no, it at the end. I don't know if making up for it, it is doesn't the matter. Right word. It doesn't matter. He it had doesn't a good matter. Play. It doesn't for uh, Crane. It doesn't matter because when you make the plays at the end to help your team win, that's what matters. Oh, okay. Okay. He is had a right? pass break up there in oh, the fourth okay. uh, fourth quarter uh, to seal the deal. Well, uh, and then a fourth. And then well, by God, I'm really happy that you're not a coach ever because if a team ever goes 0 and 16 and then they win the last game of the year. You'd be like, it's all good, guys. We're one and seven. We we're, won the last that's game not of the, the year. You're not. You're not talking about. It. We're talking about in the midst of a game where things can go back and forth. And yeah, Deron Bland had a bad game. Everybody has bad games. It's how you respond. Okay, Michael Jordan's had plenty of bad games, but guess what? He responds. And in the fourth quarter, he goes clutch mode. Kobe Bryant, LeBron James have done that. Even Dirk Nowitzki that's has an done awful that. Argument, so I'm right. just that's saying, how's that an okay. awful argument? I'm just saying, people have had bad games before, and they responded, and that's what Deron Bland did. He, he responded. responded. I'm not. Saying so he didn't I, I, I'm a, telling you, he still had a bad game. Okay, fine. You want to be the guy that's going to circle him and say you suck forever? That's you. Did he not? Come on. And he in- come, extended come on. his are, are you, uh, are interception you, are, are streak. Are you, uh, he extended the interception streak. See, this is what pick. bugs me about. This is a, what so what bugs it, me about you sometimes. <laughs> is you're so willing to look over everything because one person made one play. That's not true. That is that's I'm exactly what you I'm just said. Re- I, I just. Did he not get burned for the literally almost the entire game? But again, you're going against DK He's got to ask DK Metcalf. People- He's got to ask DK, what time is bed, Dad? That's how bad it was. Okay, Call one, him Daddy. It's one game. I know that. And, it's a, and I'm talking in the confines of this game. Did I once say but that he did not have a good season? Have I not said he has had a good season? I know, season? but you're making it sound like now no, forever. No, but I didn't say it. I, that's right. you. That's your fault for you want You want That is your fault for you applying. Wanna, you just want to go with your take. Because I remember you texting me all this during the game. All this, blah blah blah. He's there. He had an awful game. And then guess he what? He had a great play and, and an awful he, game. A great. No, he had two, three great plays. He had an awful game and some good. He had a couple good plays and an awful game. Okay. And guess what? Those plays helps help save the Cowboys and get solidify a win. So. And he also quite equated for some of the 35 points. If Deron points Bland was the, here, he would say, go fuck yourself. Woody. Okay. So let's say, the so how many, how many points did the Seahawks score? 35, right? Yeah, 35 okay. points. He it was solely responsible for at least 14 of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so where was that? Are well, we not going to criticize the, that? Do you not criticize that? We're not going to criticize the pass See, rush for not getting so, the quarterback? Sure, we could go there too. Yeah, I'm saying the whole defense deserves criticism. No, you were talking about how Deron Bland, he's, he he had a great game he, because he I made know, two. I said he, no, yeah, that's what you I just said, said he made up. All the greats He made up for it. He made up for it. In one single instance. Yeah, because guess what? It was game winning. But he could still have a bad game. Now this my, is what my you're MVP, make me snap my pencil. My MVP this, though is De, uh, De, Demarcus Lawrence because if you don't get those two stops, he had two of them. He had two oh, epic fourth down it's stops. Not, it's not bland. It's not. Wow, bland did I, well, I'm honestly, I'm honestly more. shocked. But let's get moving because we got to get talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. We got to move on from this game. Um, the, the Eagles, however, whoa, like whoa, I predicted. Whoa. Hold on, we're gonna get there. Don't worry. Okay. 
the Eagles, like I predicted, were going to lay an egg against the Niners. I've been telling you this for months now. The Eagles are playing with fire with these one-score games. They're getting very lucky. Uh, they go into overtime against the Buffalo Bills. They almost lose to the Commanders. Hell, they lost to the Jets, for God's sakes. The point of the matter is they're not as good as they were from last year, but they're the best team in the conference because they keep finding ways to win. While they went against the neighborhood bully, and that is the San Francisco 49ers, and whatever the Niners did to the Cowboys early on, they did to the Eagles, and they oh, trounced them. They must be feeling them. good about themselves. They, the Niners must be on heaven <laughs> yeah, because they, they just, just took down – yeah. Uh, two of the NFC uh, are they playing the Lions this year? Because good God, if they they play the Lions, they might trash them. There was there was no. Uh, the funny thing is the Eagles had that game in the first quarter. They just couldn't capitalize on uh, scoring opportunities in the red zone. Yeah, and guess what? The Niners are like, oh, thank you. They are not we, playing we, the Lions. We, thank you. We're awake now, and now we're going to run this down your throat. Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuels were legendary yeah, in this De- game. Debo had a, had a really fun game, and uh, they just once they started going, like once they started getting points on the board, they just like. They never let up. They nope. just kept going. And they couldn't. Ta- the Eagles' defense. Could yeah, not they could. They couldn't keep shit. up. It was. It was a. It looked. I mean, like it looked like the game we played against them, and almost I'll, identical. I'll, I'll give them credit because they played us when everybody thought we were really hot, and they played the Eagles when the Eagles had ten wins in the season already. And both times that they played these two teams, they not only won, they like left absolutely no doubt. Mm-hmm. And I will give them credit for that because at this point I'm like, well, that's kind of the I, – I, I, even though they had a little stretch there where they lost a few games, as of right now I have to say like, well, that's kind of the team to beat because the teams that they – the best teams in the league at the time that they played them, like they, it wasn't even close. Exactly. It wasn't even close. Now, the Eagles lost. That's their second loss in the season. The Cowboys are sitting at three, and now we set up for this big matchup against the Eagles and the Cowboys here at AT&T Stadium this Sunday night. It's going to be on Sunday night football. The whole world's going to be watching, um, and it begs to, it begs the question: Are the Cowboys ready to? Are the Cowboys as good as the Eagles? Are, are they? Are they now similar? Are we ready to take them on? I think they are similar. I think they have very. They've all season long. They've done kind of similar things. Uh, and now I think this is the, 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 the matchup to really prove who's the better team this season. Now, um, Philly added to their arsenal. They got Shaq Leonard, which you were excited about. Um, <laughs> you were r- raving mad over the, oh, my God. They just, they, get- they just sign everybody. I don't care who it is, that they're bad or good or not. They yeah. just literally I'll, sign I'll everybody. That. And they, they're doing- oh, oh, now it's all good. No, now no, now, now no. they're on the podcast. You're going to, okay, <laughs> I get you. That's fine. That that's cool. I'll let you have your moments. Since 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 you went ahead and just like plastered on it about it, I didn't. I was talking about no. And I'm about to give me the whole explanation if you just let me finish. All right. I agree with you. Like I said in the text messages, they do seem to get almost everybody. Yes. My point being is this is one you shouldn't care about. And I said I don't care who it is. Okay. It's the fact that they're getting everybody. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, but Shaq Leonard. And I was like, no, I don't. Care that it's Shaq yeah. Leonard. Howie Roseman is a genius. I don't know what he does, but he seems to get everybody. Okay? It could be freaking what's his face, Ben DiNucci. I don't care because yeah. they seem to sign everybody. And there's a good chance they might go after Zach Ertz. The and forward. I guarantee you, he will be on the team. Yeah. Why would he not? Dallas Goddard is still hurt, and every time somebody's interested in the Eagles, it feels like they end up signing with them. They're a great recruiter. If they were a college football team, they would be the, the number one recruiting team in the nation. So, yes. um. 
But the Eagles do get Shaq Leonard. I'm not too impressed. I think Shaq Leonard had his best days behind him. He's had two let's back hope, surgeries, yeah. including a like lot of nerve Smith damage. Uh, and I watched some of his film, and it's still not impressive. I know a lot of people like Bob Sturm and uh, other people are like, oh, no, he's actually much better than he looks like. Okay. I mean, I do think he's a good player. I, think I don't so. know. Yeah. I did, and it depends. Now that he's in this kind of system, he might, he might have some moments, which is all they need. And if that's the case, well, then that's I beg the question, though. Why did the Colts release him? There is a reason. Now, I know the big reason financially is because they probably want to get out of it. But that's they could probably wait. the reason. But no, but they could wait till the end of the season. And there's nothing could have uh, changed anything. There has to been some major contract thing in there. That, oh, we got to get rid of him now. Why wait till now to get rid of him? He hasn't, and he hasn't done anything for them. Shaq Leonard is, and that's my point. He goes, why, why get rid of a very good talent? If he's so good, they wouldn't get rid of him. That's my thing. It doesn't matter how bad your contract situation is. If you're a talented team, you're not going to get rid of uh, talented players. All right? So I don't know, man. I think I, teams I, have I, plenty given, gotten rid of based off of contract. I, I think that we'll see. We'll, we'll have to wait and see, but I think maybe the, Maybe Leonard the coach just gave up because they'll, they know they'll never catch the Jacksonville Jaguars. Maybe. Maybe. Even though that is a very tight race in the AFC <laughs> South right now. Um, for the Eagles and the Cowboys – I'm really thinking this is going to be a very equal matchup. I think Cowboys are right now favored by three, but I really want to look over the overall uh, three and a half. Yes, the the overall picture right now in the NFC. Do you think the Cowboys have a shot at overtaking the Eagles? God, right now? it feels like it, man, and it honestly feels like this is a game that they're going to win. I mean, the way that they win games, they just like you. Just every time you've watched them win a game, you're just like. Wow, like that team is just like killing it. Like they're so good. And even like the Seahawks game where the defensive side of the ball was not as good as it's been over the course of the season, you still look at them on other aspects and you're like, golly, this team's got a lot of talent to it. And I have to, I mean, I have to admit that like if they if they don't win this game, I'll I'll kind of I think I'm gonna be dumbfounded, even though the Eagles are a 10-win team, because it just feels like the Cowboys, I watched the Eagles and I watched the Cowboys. And I know the Eagles have won 10 games and they've pulled out a lot of their wins. But when you watch the Cowboys, everything they do, do just seems it just Dominant. seems so much better than what the Eagles have to it, offer. It does, especially <laughs> offensively. Right now, if you're telling me who's the better offensive team, it's the Cowboys. Right. And Dak Prescott has outplayed uh, uh, Jalen uh, Hurts. And every step one. of the way, I think. Um, Touchdowns, interceptions are down. Um, the fact of the matter is, Dak is moving better with his feet than Jalen has. And I'll give it, I'll give Dak this: his interceptions. He had that he had that little stretch right there where he basically got all of his interceptions. Yeah. And then since then, it's been very clean football. It has, and it's been amazing. And you and you can see when he's not turning the ball over, and he's not even a, he. We can't even call him a turnover machine because it looked like for a second if he was going to stay on pace, he would have been. But he's not staying on pace, and you can see when he's when he's doing clean football. These guys are more than capable of almost dropping 50 points every Sunday, Monday, or Thursday. And I'm telling you this, even though despite the fact that the offense or the teams, we were scoring a lot of points early on in the season, something, like I told you, drastically changed after the bye week. Even going after the after the Niners debacle, after the Chargers game, something changed. And now the offense is on another level. You can see it in the Philly game. You can see it in the uh, the Giants game, the Washington game, right. the Carolina game, now the Seahawks game. Look at the Seahawks game. They didn't punt once. Not one time. That didn't look good that the defense <laughs> couldn't no, force a punt. But, but regardless, your offense did not need to go punt at all. And to use Steve Sarkeesian's quote, 
Because you know this is, cel- this is a celebratory podcast. Right yeah, now. of course, right. It's a winner's podcast for on one half side of the. Yeah. Um, okay. He he says that one of the best things a team can be, and this is not rocket science. This is just something that I think is. He says a team has to be versatile. They got to find ways to win in any aspect. So if that means the defense is going to suck, can your offense score the forty-five points or the forty-one or fifty, whatever it is in the day, to win the game? If your offense is sucking, can your team score? Or can your team allow only 10 points? Or, you know, if it comes down to it, if you need, if both the sides are not doing very good and you need a spark plug of a play, can your special teams get something going? And that is a sign of a really good team. And it feels like what the Cowboys have is that versatile team. If the if the defense needs to shut somebody out, like the Chargers game, Cowboys score 20 points, the, de- the defense allows 17. They win the game by three to the Eagles game. Defense allows 35 points. One of the first times, is that the first time the entire season they've allowed over 30? I think it is, right? You're talking about the Seahawks. Uh, you mean Seahawks? Yeah. You're right. Are you talking about the Seahawks game? Yeah, yeah, first time this year that they've allowed uh, over 30 points. I don't know. Do you remember San Francisco? I'm looking. Let's see. San Francisco. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I tend to try to forget that game. Yeah. Um, but that's it, though, right? The yeah. Only two yeah. times. They allow 30 over 35 points. The, the offense goes and gets 41. Hey, you know what's funny? You brought up the Chargers game. They're diabolical uh, opposites of each other. Yeah. Diabot- di- <laughs> Wait, I'm, I don't know what word you're trying to say. Which what's one? opposite? Di- 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 something? Diametrical? You just say they're the opposite. Yeah, I'm going to go with opposite. <laughs> they, okay? They're the opposite of each hey, other. God, please, God, nobody put this <laughs> off. You could just say somebody's the gonna, Somebody's going to send this to the station. Um. All right. So opposite. They're completely opposite of each other. Yeah. Yeah. The okay. Chargers game. The defense. Nice try, though. The defense held on the entire game, and guess what? The offense came and scored when they had to at the end right. to give them the edge. Opposite wise against the Seahawks, the defense couldn't get it going, but the offense like, don't worry, we'll keep scoring. But then the defense made the key plays to ensure the win because Dak Prescott came down, they scored, then they kicked that field goal, and then after the field goal, it's the defense that stood up. And it's down that fourth that down reason stop. why I believe that the Cowboys have just as good as a shot of anybody to make it to the Super Bowl. And what did I say for the past, honestly, I think since the Eagles game, because we went on that stretch of the Giants, Panthers, Cowboys, I said, if you beat the Seahawks, we can start having a conversation. And they did it. They beat the Seahawks. They beat a team that I believe... I know a lot of people are down on them. I don't think they're as good, I mean, as bad as people are saying. They're, they're like, talented. I, they're, they're very talented. And when they get going... God, they can beat anybody. They're and very good. I'm not going to fault them too much on defense. I mean, it, it needed to be much better and a little more crisp and a little better and trying to defend the uh, the pass. But Geno Smith had three great, talented right. receivers uh, that he could just throw to. So let's not get, act like the Seahawks offense were a no. bunch of scrubs. They, I, 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 I totally feel like they will end up being in the playoffs somewhere or somehow. Now, um, we, now you look at the bigger picture. Unfortunately, because of that Arizona game, the game that haunts no, us the heart. We, we, we knew the minute we lost. I that know game, it, it, it that happened. that was going to be it, and it's going to haunt yeah. us because now the Eagles still have a game up. So let's say the Cowboys do beat the Eagles. You are tied with the Eagles, but it doesn't matter because the Eagles own the tiebreaker right. in that situation. So the Cowboys and Eagles could win out. You would need the Eagles to lose one more game and the Cowboys to continue to win out, which, again, the Cowboys have this, a, a very tough December. After the Eagles, they're on the road against Buffalo where it's been snowing like crazy up there uh, in uh, no, Buffalo right. right now. So can Dak Prescott in that uh, that vertical passing game, can they work there? Or are you going to turn to Tony Pollard, and the, <laughs> which hasn't been effective as much lately? Then you have Miami, who Miami, I'm sorry, but Tyreek Hill is going to break the record, it seems like. It's just like every every week he's getting closer and closer to breaking this record. We need to pray now 
that Bland does not have anywhere remotely as a game as he did against. Well, you're gonna you're gonna need him because can do you want Stephon Gilmore following uh, Tyreek Hill? Him too. That's the problem. <laughs> that's the issue. I here. don't know. S- s- old slow Here's Gilmore or Here's fast young Deron Bland. Just. Don't oversell a pass, and we should oh, be okay. I'm, if I'm Dan Quinn in that Miami game, <laughs> yeah. I'm doing prevent defense yeah. the whole way. I don't need you to pick six in yeah. that game. Just don't let anything everybody, buy you. Everybody I'll be back. okay with no pick six. Everybody You've broken back. the record. Yeah. It's fine. We'll <laughs> rush four and hit my uh, Parsons. Everybody out in the in the end. But anyway, you have Miami on the road yeah. on Christmas Eve. And then, of course, the Lions, who they've been up and down. We know they've been up and down, but guess what? It's That's not, still at home Saturday team, night yeah. football. Yeah. Guess what? Jimmy Johnson is in the inducted into the Ring right. of Honor. Who knows what's going to happen? That Lions night. are five and one away too. Five See? and one. They win They're games on the road. Yeah. You don't think Dan Campbell wants to ruin Jimmy Johnson's? Oh, he definitely does. Let me uh, tell you. Ring of Honor celebration. And you know what it is about winning? And Jerry's going to be like, <laughs> right? I told you, winning this Eagles game. What it does? Yes, it does not put you in the lead. It doesn't even give you a tiebreaker. But what it does? It, it finally allows the Eagles to have no room for error. And that's that's I would love to see what they do because guess who they get to go play right after us? Seahawks. In Seattle. Yes. In a that, place that everybody knows, no matter how bad that team is, is so hard to play. And in. I'm gonna tell you another thing. As much as we talked about the haunting game of Arizona, they might do some haunting of their own oh, because please, they play yes. because they do play Arizona. And now Arizona might not have anything to play for, but their quarterback does because the great Kyler Murray's back. Yes. And Kyler Murray, I mean, he might want to show off his skills. Like he he's gonna be he's not gonna play for Arizona in the future. No, but he de- does need to show off saying, "Hey, I need, I'm still good, guys. It's, don't yeah. forget, I'm still Kyler Murray. Uh, forget me playing pick, yeah. Call of Duty and Fortnite. Oh, I'm oh. actually a really good quarterback sometimes. Right? No, I I, I doubt it, but we'll see. But <laughs> the thing saying, is, like, if, is if it chance. is the game where he ends up getting hot, it's very hard to stop him. I don't. I, I, I now the op the the chance of that happening varies low. Right, yeah. But if that is the game where he decides like. Be Kyler Murray. He could about any game. Yeah. He now I would game. I would say something about the two Giants games, but I'm not. No, that Danny so DeVito chalk those up. Danny, to wins. Danny DeVito is. Did you see the no breaking shot. news? Well, he's he's going to start for the team again. <laughs> like they were acting like that was such a big. I was like, uh, dude, right, I was like, come we, on, Tommy DeVito. Yeah. A son of Danny DeVito. That's right. Uh, so <laughs> this is it's, it's very interesting. Uh, and it, here's another thing: the San Francisco 49ers also don't have much of a. Uh, got Now I think Niners are going to roll through it because the way they play football, nobody seems to stop them. True, but they have three losses. The Cowboys have three losses, and now the Eagles have two losses. If they lose Sunday night, if the Ca- Eagles lose Sunday night to the Cowboys, this is going to be one of the December's to remember. And the it'll NFC. be a lot of fun because nobody can lose games. Now I will say this: looking forward. I might be okay with the Cowboys being a wild card. You know why? Because if the Cowboys are a wild card, that means that San Francisco won the division. That means the Eagles won their division. Right. That means the Cowboys are fifth. Yeah. That means they're going to have the, the easiest opening round division opponent because the NFC South is trash. But then again, I'm not worried about them playing an, any an opponent. Are you? No, no, no. The, the direction of where I want to go. Okay. Because that means that I avoid San Francisco at all possible until, until the, the NFC end. Championship game. Right, okay. That means what happens is if you do beat the Eagles, which I think you can match up with the Eagles better, right? If you right. get... If yeah. you get the only thing is you don't want San Francisco to overtake Philly because I rather play Philly in got, the second oh, round. Got you. Okay. Then I need to play because if I if I'm going to play, listen, you're eventually going to play the Niners regardless. You have to play, yeah, right. Would you rather the Niners in the second round or in the NFC Championship game? Oh no, for it all into the Super Bowl. Right. That's give me, where I want to give wanna, me Brock Purdy. 
having to go against Micah Parsons to go to the big dance. Yeah. To go to the big boy. I, that's where well, I, that's want. What I want. I'm telling you right now, the, the mood of the team is going to be, the, the mentality of this team, if they're in the NFC Championship game, yeah. facing off a Niners team, yeah. three years, by the way, how are you going to finish them off three years in a row? Right. Very hard to do something like that. Because it's not three years in a row right yeah. now. Very hard to beat teams like that three times. So, I'm just saying. And you know, you know that they would have – it's not even just that. It's the fact that they they won this year the way they did. You're going to hear a lot about that game, and I will take my chances if this if this December slate works out like we probably think it's going to, and these guys look pretty good going into the playoffs. I will take every, anytime, anywhere, any place. That's now, that that is I'm where gonna, I would I'm be. I'm going to throw moment. some hot water on all of this. Okay. This could all be for nothing. That's the Cowboys too. could go in Sunday night, and they Dak throw five interceptions, two of them return for touchdowns. Micah Parsons looks like a little boy, and the Eagles, Jalen Hurts just dances all over us, and we're looking sad. And then they go in, they lose to Buffalo, and then they <laughs> lose to Miami, and then they barely beat Detroit, and then they barely beat Washington. They stumble in the playoffs, and guess what? Lose we for, lose yeah. in the first round. It's not, it's not out of the question. I'm telling you right now, anything can happen with this Dallas Cowboys team. But we have just laid out a December to remember where I don't care. Listen, I want the Niners to be good. I want the Eagles to be good. I want the Cowboys right there with oh. them. I want a attack. I want a triumphant attack. I want Brock Purdy to be playing as good, and Jalen, yeah. as good as humanly possible. So that way, when, when, when this defensive line sacks both those kids for five or six, they can't say anything. And then, yes, <laughs> who's, the, who's the quarterback and uh, left standing? Mr. Dak Prescott. Yeah, and, and he finally gets the fucking roses he deserves. And I and I will say, I will take Dak Prescott in one of those huge games over Brock Purdy for and sure. I'll tell you right now. And most likely, can I tell you right rates. now? I'm going to surprise you. I'm a Romo guy. You know that, right? No. Yeah. Shocking <laughs> reviews. I think Dak Prescott right now is playing better football than Tony Romo ever has. In Let's go! I'm telling you right now. Finally! To- not that it's not that crazy, okay? It's not no, that big of a stretch. No, it's crazy for you because you've never given this boy the flowers that Tony Romo has gotten. Well, yeah, I've given Romo much you- more than flowers. Oh, oh, oh God. Oh, God. That's not, that's not a bad, didn't Oh, it? God. Does that sound bad? Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Okay, never mind. I'll take that back. <laughs> but anyway, I love Tony Rodez. He's still my favorite quarterback of all time. And if I had to pick a quarterback in his prime to lead the Cowboys, I'll still pick Tony who's Romo. Who's a better quarterback? If Dak Prescott wins the whole thing and Tony Romo, who's a better quarterback? Quarterback, Romo. Overall, no, because I know what you're doing. Over, Yeah, overall career and everything. Who had the better career if Dak wins the Super Bowl? Who, who's more important to the Cowboys, Tony Romo or Dak Prescott? If he wins the Super Bowl, Dak. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah, That's all I need to know. If he wins the Super Bowl, because this is what you, this you Romo fans, this is what you, I love. I like Romo too. Romo was a great player. I think I just don't think I'm just not where you are on him. Um, you don't think he's a ring of honor? No, guy. you think he's like the greatest thing to ever live. That's not what I'm saying. I'm a little. I think obsessive. he's a very good, but you you think I he's know, the best thing since yeah, sliced highest, bread. Qu- highest fourth quarterback, quarterback rating in, the, in NFL history. He also had uh, the top three highest quarterback rating in NFL history. Very, very, very good quarterback with no hardware. Yeah, uh, and uh, that's a team thing. I'm sorry. Oh, it's now it's a team. It thing. has been a All team right. thing. It always okay. has been a team thing. Yeah. But I will, the reason why I mentioned that whole that Dak Prescott this season, not talking about any other season, this season alone. Uh, Romo's best seasons was 2007 and 2014 were his top two seasons. Right. 
I don't think Dak is playing better than his 07 season for sure, but I think also Dak Prescott is his what? Mi- oh, 17? Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, his 07 season. Dak? No, no. Dak, Dak is playing oh, better got you. than Romo's than 07, 07 season. Sorry, okay. And he is matching up to 2014 right now because Romo's best season was 2014. Right. And nobody in, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is the only one that had a better season that year. And he was in the MVP. He was number two in the MVP considerations, and uh, he was second team All Pro that year. Romo was. I'm glad you said that because here's here's I'll piggyback off of that real quick to to give you like my last point on this thing. As of right now, Dak Prescott should be the NFL MVP. He's tied right now with uh, Brock Purdy, I believe. Exactly. He should be. He should and, be the NFL MVP. And my personal opinion, Brock Purdy, listen, he's doing great in that system. But let's just be honest. That is a whole yak. That's a yak team. Okay? That, I mean, all Purdy is doing, he's accurately throwing the football 10 yards, and then Debo's taking it another 80. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Christian McCaffrey should be the MVP of that team. That's a good point. So uh, I, I think Dak right should here. win yeah. the MVP. He should season, win right now. But he shouldn't win the MVP. Shouldn't? Should not win the MVP. You know why? Tell me the last time a, a team won the Super Bowl and then also won the. Uh, I had to play oh, to win the that, MVP. If, yeah, if we're going to go superstition, I'm down for that. Thing. Yeah, that's so okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Dak. You can go all first team, all pro. And you quite want. honestly, I do think they care more about the Super Bowl than they do about the MVP. Yeah. So we'll give him a uh, first team, all pro, whatever you want to do. Or you know what? Maybe he's just that guy who's going to do it both. Maybe he's maybe that he'll guy. break he'll break the curse. You know what? That's what he deserves, man. After everybody gives him crap. Again, back to my Roma thing. If the Cowboys do win the Super Bowl, that goes number one. Oh, in my opinion, that's how you get into the Ring of Honor. Yeah, Romo's gonna be in the fucking Ring of Honor. <laughs> Don't even just trust me. Like I asked you, Ro- will no, we be, will not be- even, not even, not even due to uh, milestones and career statistics on that. Romo named his son after Jerry <laughs> Jones. It's gonna happen. All right. Will we have to use the ADA section when it does, or will we the still? What? Be, I said, will we have to use the ADA section when it's when it happens? The or ADA we'll, section. Yeah, the handicap section, or we'll be able to stand still because it's going to happen in like ninety years. Great segment, though. That was a great segment. What do we got next? <laughs> what do we got next? It's talking popping. Pop pop pop. pop. Talking popping. Pop pop. Welcome back, everybody. Talking popping. The great. Great entertainment segment that I created. And uh, if you want to sponsor it, just like Chilling with the Cows, uh, go find me on uh, Twitter and stuff. We won't treat you as badly as a work in progress because, you know. Jeez. Yeah. Well, they don't make me he say. They pay up, though. Yeah, they did. So we love you. We love you, Monty. Anyway, uh, welcome back, everybody, to Talking Poppin'. That's and right. Because it's the holiday season, I wanted to talk about our, you know, you look on TV, and right now on TV there's a Christmas movie on. Uh, the uh, what's it called? Christmas Vacation. There you go. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, starring the overrated Chevy Chase. Whoa. Yeah, he's a he's an asshole. He's an asshole. Okay, well that's true. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, he is. Uh, and the very hot Beverly D'Angelo. <laughs> His wife in the movie, especially when she was on Vegas Vacation. Yeah. Very hot. Very hot. But anyway, I I got the intrigue to say, you know what? I don't know Creighton that well. And, I want to know about his favorite Christmas movies and his worst Christmas movies. So we're going to play a game called Top Three, Bottom Three Christmas Movies. So before we get before we keep going, when I when we say bottom three, I well, what I don't what I what I, what I'm afraid is about to happen is just like give me three of your. I don't want you to do like some like 
C grade level movie on Tubi TV. No, like, no, no. That's because I'm like, well, no. no, like, duh, that's no, yeah. Again, this is all your personal uh, opinion. Uh, three movies you love and three movies you just don't like. Okay. So you go first. Oh, we're just going right now? Okay. What else do I need to do? I need to give you another 10 minutes of talking to bring you into the point? Oh, uh, no. This is why people think I yell at you all the time, isn't it? Jeez. Our Dallas Dallas is uh, so, right. Uh, so, <laughs> I do kind. Of, I feel like I am abused. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm sorry. It's supposed to be our Christmas episode that we're full of cheer. I thought you were just going to give some parameters on like what's well, a Christmas movie and what's not. Oh well, if you want to go there, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Okay, I, I agree with that. Um, Can we? Did you hear what they said on the? I think it was on the uh, hard line today. No, but tell. I'm. I'm I, I got a good feeling that they said Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Well, no, movie. they they gave the parameters of what is and what isn't a Christmas movie, and the idea is that it's the plot has to be. Christmas involved, like something okay, Christmas has fine. to make that works. In Die Hard, it's not. Yeah, like, yeah I agree. Can with that. the plot continue without Christmas? Like just because it was released in December is like exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's good. That's do a good you one. think can Iron the Man, plot continue without Christmas? I like that. like Iron Man three. Is that a Christmas movie? No, as much as they try to make it. But it's the only reason why is because Shane Black apparently has like an obsession with Christmas, right? And all yeah. his movies deal with Christmas. Time. The fact I think that movie like released in the summer did it. Not? It did, and yeah. it was awkward yeah. watching. Yeah, that Christmas whole, yeah, in that July. Was, I remember that was really strange. All right, um, so that's my only parameter. Cool. And then again, we'll debate it if I hear it. So I think, go ahead. I, I hope we have. Di- well, I know we'll have different ones. I'm curious to see how much of a different one we have. Oh, my number one's different. Trust me. Go ahead. Is your number one like Tiger Three? No. Okay. <laughs> yes, a Bollywood <laughs> film. No. That's right. You like, are we going one, three, or three, one? Go three to one. Okay. Okay. I can do this. I can do this. All right. We'll do best, and then we'll do worse. Yeah, we'll go boom, 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 boom. Okay, number three. My number three is "It's a Wonderful Life." Have you seen "It's a Wonderful Life"? Everybody's seen "A Wonderful Life." Like, I just you don't watch old movies, so I didn't I, know. I know. I like. I've I haven't seen. Oh, it. I know where this is going. You've read the wiki. Um, nineteen forty-six. You know I've, I'm right. No, no, I've seen like the clips on YouTube while you're in the to- while you're on it. the toilet. Okay. What am I wrong? A, why is it, why are you an asshole about it? Just, You're such a mean person. No, I'm why not. Why do you say I'm on the toilet? Because that's when you do your like movie summary no, crap. No, I do it everywhere. Uh, but that's one of the places, sure. But. You read wikis, which is a crime against humanity, and you and you do that clip crap on the toilet, which is also a crime. I Watch the time. feature film. I save time. Watch the film. Go ahead. 1946. It's a Wonderful Life. Why is that your favorite? James though? Stewart. It's well, it's not my favorite. It's my number three. Well, why? Why is it your number three? This movie has so many memorable moments, and it's got a great message. And I love. I'm a sucker for like. How is it like 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 Chris? More so when it comes to Christmas movies, like the the world around the place is not around the story is not that expansive. It's very small. For instance, this is basically just all around a, a small town more so in one single house um this is why i flock towards like home alone so much things like that i love i love the idea and this is more for just like i said christmas movies like uh, other world building and other movies like i'm totally in with but i think james stewart this is one of his one of his best i it, arguably i mean his best role everybody loves him in this the history behind it what he had you know he was going through so much psychological uh What's the word? Trauma during that time. And it was, it's just, it's just a great story of how this thing got made. Isn't and that I, a famous scene in the movie? Cause it has to do with the banking thing. Yeah. And then I remember, I never knew this, that, but the Simpsons had it where Bart 
was left alone and he went and started to cause a bank panic. Yeah. And he goes, what do you mean the bank's out of money? <laughs> and then they had a guy who played like Jimmy Stewart. Right. And he goes, I uh, don't have your money. The bank's in your house. And that's the famous thing he explained that banks don't really have your money. That they, it's all right. invested somewhere it's else. Like it, the money's invisible, basically. Yeah. And then in the, <laughs> but in the Simpsons, Mo's like, "What do you have my money, Frank?" <laughs> he <puts> it <laughs> I totally forgot about that episode. I love that That's parody. so good. So but, if anybody doesn't, yeah. real quick, if anybody doesn't know what it's a wonderful life about, uh, what, what a, it's, it's a wonderful suicide. life. Sure. Um, you know, the angel sent from heaven to help a desperately. Fr- I'm literally reading the IMDb because if I start doing it, I'm going to tell you the whole thing. An angel is sent from heaven to help a des- desperately frustrated businessman by showing him what life has been like if he had not existed if i were to do that that would have taken another 10 minutes because i just yeah. would have gone through the whole thing i think this is an amazing film um did it end up yeah ended up being nominated for five oscars including best picture did not win james stewart probably should have won this year unfortunately he did not but this is definitely one that i've gotten to see in theaters before on the big screen and i watch it almost every year never gets old that's my number three okay here's my number three i when i first watched this film i hated it and i was uh, 11 years old and I was in theaters for it. I thought I was going to like it and I hated it, but I've grown to love it and I love it because of the greatness of Jim Carrey. And that is Dr. Seuss's the Grinch. Uh, okay. Because okay, the reason was I'm not a Christmas movie. No, I'm in, I'm in. I did not. When you said Jim Carrey, I was like, Oh God, where's this going to go? No, no, no. Jim Carrey. Um, I love it now and have grown to love it. It's not my favorite. And again, I'm not going to watch all of it, but like I could quote the one scene, the 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 Grinch. Like I love that scene. I always do that. Uh, I think it's just funny because Jim Carrey, uh, as much as he's kind of a nutso now, I mean he's not really like he's very like out there and very eccentric. And a lot of people think he's. And I'm going to tell you right now, he's not telling you about the Illuminati and breaking his spell. He was doing a fucking joke. See, this uh, is where I'm at. Thank you. I'm glad you said that. This is why I'm telling you with all of my people. That they're not really into all that. They're doing it no, for that reason. But no, he, they think that Jim Carrey uh, exposed it. And if, I, if you watch the clip, he was making fun of it. But no, we, we're going to believe it for some stupid fucking reason. <laughs> uh, anyway, no, but Jim Carrey, I always loved his movies, and I think he's great in The Grinch. And it's better than the Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, you don't uh, like the Illumination no, one? So I don't stupid. mind. It, 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 it's a completely different vibe. It is. And um, I, that's why I like, again, it's only because of Jim Carrey. I think it's weird what... Um, Ron Howard decided to go for some weird things. Like yeah, no kidding. When the Grinch was little, he was shaving. very weird that he decided to do that. Yeah, the I, whole I'll like give you that. when they were the little because they had thing. to fill a two hour. They had True. to make a two hour film after a, a thirty minute film. So um, the fact of the matter is, there's a lot of weird things in there. But overall, Jim Carrey sells it, and it's a very good Christmas movie that you can watch with your family. Did um, what was about? Oh, you said you saw that when you were eleven. Whenever it came out, so I think I was 11. Let, let me look, because there's a reason I'm asking that. Um, it's not to age you out, I promise. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, it's not. 2000. Yeah, I know. I already said it came out in 2000. No, I know, but you were... I've, I'm 89, so it was like 11. Okay, I figured it got... Not, it was, either, yeah, I'm either 10 or 11. Right, I figured it was the winner for best makeup, and I was, I, and I was no, correct. I was 11, because in 99, it was 10. Okay, I was right on my... I got this Oscar thing down, by the way. Yeah. Um, I was correct on the makeup. So what I was going to ask you was... The scene where he wraps up Cindy Lou Who in the uh, wrapping paper, and did that scare you when you first saw it? Um, a little bit, yeah. It was kind of like, oh, that's kind of crazy. 
uh, that they're going to do that. And it was kind of terrifying. Why is he wrapping her up and stuff? So I was like, because like that, that the first time I saw that, to be fair, I was barely four years old. I was I was still three and a half. Uh, But you know, know it scared the jeepers out of me. My reaction to the film was all right. So my mom and her cousin dropped me off at the film. They went to go see another movie. They went to go see Castaway. And so they're in Castaway and Best Picture winner. It was. And um I was in The Grinch and I was like, I cannot stand this movie. And oh wait, no, it out. wasn't. I'm I'm tripping. I'm tripping. It's Gladiator, dog. It's Gladiator. I thought Castaway won. Maybe I don't no, know. No, I'm right. All right. Well, Gladiator. Look at me go. Thank you. Thank you for interrupting. Almost my story. Almost, almost had a trip up there. Thank you for interrupting my story. Again. Okay. So they um, went to go see So I left the not theater. Gladiator. I went and left the the theater upset and I went to find my mom. Yeah. I go, Mom, can I and luckily somehow there was a seat next to her open. And so I sat next to her and I watched Castaway. I came in when there was a whale. Was there a whale in the scene? I've never seen Were you forever transformed when you saw the movie? I didn't I still don't remember much of Castaway. Really? I was laying my head on my Yeah, nose. what to your question, yes. Yeah. Mom, so there you was walked a whale. in, you walked in during okay. the whale scene. I uh, see. Interesting. And then I just put my head on my mom's uh arm and just kind of fell asleep it kind of like i'm just gonna sleep uh but anyway you know they sell those volleyballs right like yeah, wilson actually makes one that's a special edition castaway volleyball I like game uh, officiate like official i'm not surprised by businesses okay that's true too anyone who want how you make money that's how you make money so that's your All number right, three so that's number three what is your number two my number two is a little movie from 1984 can you think 1984 Ernest. Nah, I don't know why I'm asking you. There's like 3,000 movies yeah. out in this world. I don't know. You're never going to get it. Yeah. Um, there's actually 50,000. We're at 51,000 right now. But okay. um, anyways, uh, that sounded really nerdy. I'm sorry. You do. And you, yeah, it really does. You need a life. I, I just keep up with the MPA number. So, Dude, you need a life. Like, you need a girl bad. <laughs> okay. Like, I need a girl, but I'm just like being desperate about it. But like, you really need a girl. So my other, my second favorite movie of Christmas is a little one from 1984, which the first time I saw it, and I still am debating on if it was meant to be a comedy completely or if it's meant to be a little scary at the same time, because it completely scared me the first time that I watched it. And I think I was five years old and I had, and to this day, I still remember those, those memories but I've grown to absolutely admire this film because one, I'm a massive Steven Spielberg fan, and anything he does, I'm all in. That movie is Gremlins. Is that a Christmas film? Yeah, no. It, it, what it literally takes place during the 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 Gizmo's a Christmas present, right? But here's my question to you: Does the plot in, need to have Christmas in it? Yes, because the whole movie is based off of Christmas time. They're building Christmas crap in the in the city. What are you I'm talking gonna, about? I'm going to go to a judge. Hold on. We have the mics on. He can't hear us. We can't hear him. Okay, hold on. Turn off your mics. It's that done. is, it's so a Christmas movie. It's done. I'm sorry. Bro, he gives him a Christmas present. So what's no. he going to give him? What's he going to give him then? Hmm? It's a Christmas present. The reason he's gone is but, for the. I'm sorry, but this seems like a Die Hard thing where you're. No. Gonna, yeah, it does because no, because Die Hard. But Die Hard needs to have a Christmas party for him to attend because he hasn't seen his estranged wife in so long, and he decides to surprise her on the Christmas party. Yeah, you know what? If Die Hard was doing, if if, if Bruce Willis was making the the Christmas tree for the freak. There's a scene in the movie where he kills the gremlin in the Christmas tree. It's all around Christmas. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm putting that as a uh, no, um, no. I'm not I'm, stupid. I'm That's a, a Christmas movie. All right, so I'm gonna go. My the turn. soundtrack is literally Christmas. Okay, whatever. I don't agree, but so the soundtrack's not Christmas. 
First of all, it's a stupid movie anyway. <laughs> okay. The Gremlin movies are stupid. No, it's not. There's they're, they're the stupid. It's a literal classic. I'm sorry, but the it's a classic. I, no, it's not. It's not a classic. I'm sorry. This is the eight, you said eighty four, right? Yeah, yes. perfect. The eighties was filled with a lot of shitty movies. I'm talking about a lot of shitty movies and a lot of stop motion capture, all this stuff. I'm not stupid. Gremlins is is by far not a Christmas movie. I'm not dumb. Whatever. Anyway, you just so haven't seen I'm it. Just you haven't seen it, so you don't even know. Do you, have you seen it? I'm denying you on that have one. Have you right. seen it? I've seen bits That's of what I thought. So you can't even talk. Right. You don't even know. Can I go to mine? You don't even know. We're just going to ignore yours because I don't think it's a Gremlins a Christmas movie, originally marketed as a kid's movie. Not a Christmas movie, though. What? You said- Originally marketed as a kid's Christmas movie. You didn't say Christmas part. You said kids. This kids movie. A kid's Christmas movie. Anyway, we got to move on. You haven't on. seen the movie yet. We You're telling me on. I don't know what I'm talking about. All right. Anyway, well, that's a stupid movie to have number two. Is number Gremlins two. a Christmas movie? Why do you like it at number two? Set in the- Can you just tell Hold me on, why? I'm not no, done no, yet. No, 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 no. We don't need to hear An your- echo of It's a Wonderful Life. How? You haven't seen any of these movies, so why are you asking? All right, so number two. Why is it your number two? Okay. I love it. Also, never mind. It, this is not worth fighting over because you haven't seen the movie. But so. just tell me why you like it as number two. Okay. Well, the reason I like this Christmas movie as a number two is, one of all, I, I love any, anything that Steven Spielberg makes. I love his directing style, so I was, I, I'm was i in on that. I think that this movie has a really cool line of being funny and comical yet can really like given in the right like the right person watching it can really scare somebody and that's what i think that i've drawn towards so much is that you don't re- like i just said earlier you don't really know is it supposed to is this supposed to be like a full-blown comedy like steven was making or is like this like a horror movie or where, where are we at on this and there's just so many like iconic moments like the gizmo thing or like when he's making that you wouldn't know because you haven't seen the movie when he's making all his little inventions the dad and he can't get anything off the ground and he's starting to lose his like basically like lose his touch and he's trying to like save his house basically because he can't make any of his stupid gadgets like he's got a gadget that's like a it's like a souped up swiss army knife and it doesn't work or he's got the orange juice maker that doesn't work but it's supposed to robotically to be fair, the dad I think is quite uh, like ahead of his time by thirty years, so I'll give him that. But this is an easy rewatchable movie for me, and that's why I like it so much. Is because you can turn this on at any point in the movie. You're like, all right, I'm into this scene, or I'm in this scene. Like you're just like you can't go away from it. And quite honestly, I would tell you to watch it, but you said you don't like eighty movies, so that's. I'm not saying all eighties, but for the most part, the eighties sucked. Um, all right, well, my number two is an actual Christmas film. Uh, unlike your your very fraud attempt at trying to put that there, I mean, uh, sure. Home Alone combo, Home Alone one and two combined. Uh, the reason why is because I love both of them. Home equally. Alone is no less of a Christmas movie. Nope, that is completely no. Is. It's a Christmas movie. The whole thing is about Christmas vacation. It's all about Christmas trees. It, there's a whole point about a Christmas tree, and you that's think uh, is no. about no. Gremlins is all that no, that's no, all the, the no, whole town. No, the reason that no. Gremlins the reason that the Gremlins are being able to do what they're doing is because the town's decorated by Christmas. Anyway. Did they do that in Gremlins too? No. That's not a Christmas movie. But it's, it's not meant no, to be. No, it's, it's I'm just saying that's my point. Home Alone's one and two, Christmas movies. Both Christmas movies. Anyway, Home Alone one and two, but more two, because I take I love two more than one. I think uh, one's good, but two is just my favorite. I, if I'm going to choose, it's going to be him in New York City and him dealing with the the, the hotel people and the, the, the robbers. 
Um, I love the family coming back and losing them again, but I love the fact that the family's more uh, used in that film much more than the first one because yeah. after they leave, you don't see that family again. Like, you don't see them ever again. Like, True. they're lost halfway through the first movie. Uh, this one, they're because everybody liked them in the first one, they're all back, and they all get to stay together. And I like the idea of family being together like a huge family. Like, his big family's there at the end with him. Um, but again, it's Home Alone. The movie is a classic, you know, early late '80s, early '90s piece of nostalgia. Macaulay Culkin killed it around that time. He was he's the a world. good actor, man. And he's- I loved him because in the second one, he's a little more mature, and so he's like a little more snarky, and I like yeah. it better. In the first one, he's just like a little. He's a little, let's be honest, he's a little bitch in the first one. No, yeah, he's like really into his character in the yeah. second one. He really yeah. comes into his own. And uh, funny you say that. I watched the first one before he came in, here. In the first one, he's just like he's a baby in the beginning, and then he doesn't turn into like a man until right. he starts killing those robbers. Right. But in this second one, he's just like, he's mischievous. He knows what he's doing. He got a credit card. He he's he's living life. He's a very smart kid. It's like in that one year after kill, almost attempted murder, <laughs> he learned how to be a real man. That in the first one, that the breaking in scene. And is some of the is just it is. unbelievable, like watchable parts of any movie. In and a while. of course, the best part of the movie, and again, why it's a huge Christmas thing for me, is the 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 music that plays. It's a kind of a rendition of Carol the Bells. Yeah, but it's um um, but it's their own thing. It's called "Set in the Trap" by John Williams. Yeah, the dun 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 dun, right. dun like all that. It's just perfect, and that's why it's my number two. It's a it. You could put that movie on every year. It's a classic, and it's going to always be a classic. Nothing can top it except my number one. But <sighs> All right, so that's why I like Home Alone because, to me, and Home Alone 2 Betters because overall it is you can catch it at any time of the year, any time of the day, during right. December. I, I, You know what? I purposely now with streaming, I found it on Disney+, Plus and I love it. And just like I, I'm always going to watch it. Right. Uh, and to me, it's the best Christmas movie ever, and it brings you – well, it's not really because I have a number one. But, uh, but no, but it brings you warmth to your heart, and it brings back your childhood, and I love it. And, of course, it promotes violence. All right. That was a weird way to end that, but okay. <laughs> that was I know. interesting there. All right. Now we get to our number ones. All right. Uh, I'm very upset because unless you say Home Alone – I guess Home Alone's not making your top three, which makes you un-American. No, it's not going to make my Soviet top three. Soviet communist. But it is in my top ten. Okay, <laughs> so I'll, I'll give you top ten. But what, what's your number one? All Go right. Ahead. My number one. I got to adjust my hat here. My number one, and there's like, I'll, I'll tell you this much. There is a massive gap between one and everything else. This one stands on the mountaintop by itself. I mean, two isn't that great. No, right. 50 pounds of crap. Well, that's not saying that. No, never mind. Because they're not bad movies. Just a mountaintop that's very, very long. And then there's number two and number three and the rest. Can you guess what that movie is? No. Didn't think so. Because <laughs> your number two really threw me off. So yeah, now I figured I, it would, which I wasn't shocked by you that. You probably have some French cinema, <laughs> no, random really. independent film. That's Anatomy of a Fall. No, just like. Oh, God. What is your number one? My number one is, of course, the greatest Christmas ever movie ever made. And that is. Christmas Vacation from National Lampoon himself. The one that's playing right a now. movie that is playing right now that I've watched six times already this past two weeks, and I've watched it three times in a row the past two, three days. And 
so much so that it's my favorite Christmas movie. It is part of my vocabulary now. So you always hear me, te- I'll, even tweets too, I'll say things like, it's a Butte Clark, or one of my biggest ones that's part of my vocabulary is, you really think it matters, Eddie? Or things like that. Though there's on my, I still laugh to this day. A lot. Oh, it's my favorite one. Not even close. Is Love it, it. Is it the best vacation movie? Yeah, probably so. Um, you know what's funny? A lot of people weird people. A lot of people say like European vacations really good. I'll tell you this. I haven't heard anyone quote any of the vacation movies. The only ones or bring up the other vacation movies. The only two that they bring up are Christmas and Vegas. Right. Lot, Vegas is kind of a lot of people all, like yeah, Colt following really like yeah, Vegas because I know when Vegas came out, everyone hated it. That's my first, the first time I learned about any of the vacation movies was uh, was Vegas because um, it came out around like when I was like little and it, I, you know that there was a movies eight when I grew up was a dollar. Oh theater. yeah, yeah. It was we a had dollar, one of those in Lubbock. Yeah, a dollar theater. Then right? went to Second two round. and then it went out. And I went, <laughs> I went there and I watched. I think that's where I watched Vegas. See, uh, side note, my parents are Afghan, right? Refugees coming in here. And we, all my cousins and I figured something out. Our Afghan parents were so cheap. <laughs> that's fine by me. Like, that's no, what... but they tricked us. Oh, no. We didn't go to first run movies for most of our lives. Oh, they, they, they just took us yeah. to the dollar theaters. And it we just thought, came out. <laughs> yeah. And we just assumed like, oh, this is not, hey, this is awesome. Oh, my gosh. This is this is our movies, even though it was old, rickety theater and all sticky. Yeah. And you're and like, oh, well, certainly but, they're not But I didn't realize us. that they were saving a fortune because <laughs> God, literally so it's bad. a dollar. That's thing. so gold. I had a birthday party when I was like uh, 10 or 11, and we were going to go see, uh, I think Blue Streak had just come out. Oh, okay. And Well, not just come out. I thought Whoa, it came. Oh, yeah, that's I true. I assumed it came out just <laughs> oh, now. No. But no. no, it was been out for a while. Oh it's, my god! We we're just going to a second run theater. This is what I thought movies were, and then I f- realized there was first run movie theaters, and I was like, "Wow!" That must have been a revelation. It was. Yeah, but it I was. I was like, I didn't know what was going on. Like, really? <laughs> oh this god. is a new thing. They, my um, Afghan parents, and it wasn't just my parents. My, I talked to my cousins, and now we talk about you know their parents did the same thing. Yeah. Tricked us. I think they, on the. Um, Golly, I, not too long. I, I know, like, definitely, like, uh, on when when Texas revealed their concept for their end zone that's now built, I I definitely said it's a Butte Clark. I'm trying just trying to think of all the times I've said it. I mean, it's been a lot, but like, literally, like, you'll catch me every like almost every other day saying, "You really think it matters, Eddie?" Uh, oh. I listen. I've watched. A few, I've never seen the whole movie. Oh, really? Have you seen the very end? I've watched the very end. Where he freaks out? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that part. He goes, it's hilarious. Hallelujah. He goes, then he goes, where's the Tylenol? <laughs> like, yeah. what? Like, the, the movie is hilarious because this guy, poor guy, puts him in a situation trying to have the perfect Christmas. Right. And that, everything yeah. just goes wrong. Right. Clark Griswold, which I'm sure almost every American knows that name by yeah, now. Yeah, he's the, he plays the epitome of the everyday He just man. wants a, ha- a Christmas vacation or a Christmas family, a family Christmas um, with both sides of the family, his wife's side and his and his Listen. side, which everybody knows can't happen, right? Which is the beauty of it. And of course, so many things go wrong, and it's just it's just a great quotable movie that two, I absolutely two love. things. One, how are, 
I don't know any American anymore that's off during Christmas that long. Right. Well, nobody like, is. Yeah, because in the, the movie, in the movie world, everyone's off for Christmas. Like they all take and off never like three that. weeks, and like Be- everything shuts down. Right. Yeah. Like you know, because I remember when I was a kid growing up, I was like, I, and I thought it was a Christian thing because I'm Muslim, so right. we don't celebrate I Christmas. Yeah. So I'm thinking, well, one mom has to work, but does everybody else get off? It sucks. No. But then I was like, no, everybody works. It's just that you get one day off. It's yeah. Christmas. Uh, uh, except uh, except if you work in radio. Um, <laughs> uh, and not just in radio, if you were one of the grunts like myself. Yes. Um, yes. But all the second thing, he is, you know, he wants a great Christmas. He got a great Christmas present. His wife is smoking hot. Okay, all right. Like, Beverly, have you seen, there's this movie with her, and she's like a seductress. I know. Oh, yeah. I don't know, but her 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 cleavage. Okay, there it just looks really I, big in one scene, and she's awesome. Jeez. So I, um, that movie's so I love it. But it's Watch a great it movie. Every other day, the turkey scene when it just opens up, <laughs> and there's nothing there. And then he goes, "That's all right, just a little dry." And then the next scene, they're just. I mean, there was nothing there. There was the skin. And then he goes, "He goes, where's Eddie?" They get see. I love it. It's about the see Eddie's about to show up. There, the squirrel he goes and has to go to yeah. the Christmas tree out in the open, and there's a squirrel in there. And then he's trying to kill him. He goes, "Where's Eddie? He usually eats these things." And his wife goes, "Not recently, <laughs> not recently, Clark." Eddie read that squirrels were high in cholesterol, so oh. he, he laid off of him. And she goes, "He goes, thanks for that." And I'm like it's just so good. And then of course Eddie turns out to have a really hot daughter. Yeah, the stripper. You know what the Vegas funny vacation. thing about those movies is, is like, which I'm sure you've, uh, you have, you've seen. I know, I know that the kids change. Right, and it, it, Every it, it started out as like the first two, it wasn't a thing, and then the next two, like they did it on purpose. I love Audrey in the Vegas vacation. Like it was supposed to be on purpose, so they keep changing the kids out, which is uh, so funny. I don't know who she is, but she's really pretty. The, right. the son is played by the guy from that thing you do. Yes. Uh, all right, it's time for my number one. Right. And um, yours is that was a good number one. Thank you. It, it redeemed two, okay. and it redeemed, what was three? Wonderful life. Three right. is a wonderful life. Yeah, two was trash. I'm sorry, <laughs> you just you just ruined the whole thing. Wow. You 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 anti. She's not generic person. like you. I'm sure Elf's your number one. No, no, no. I actually think Elf is kind of overrated. It's all right. It's, it's not all right. As good as it's I a like. top tenor. Yeah. It's a top tenor, but not a top. I am shocked that it stayed in the limelight for as long as it has. But it's well. Farrell and you know he's greatness him as the elf part is fine yeah. everything else in the movie is really annoying all right ready for my number one yeah you're gonna be shocked i'm ready though it's none other than the great cult classic the comedy classic the holiday classic that will bring you closer to your family on this holiday it is none other than jingle all oh, the way wow starring the greatness all of arnold right. schwarzenegger listen I know this movie that is movie's not, underrated. It's very underrated. A lot of people, you know, when it first came out, nobody liked it. It was, I think, a box office bomb even. Yeah. This movie has a lot of people that, that stuff that they don't like. Arnold Schwarzenegger and then, of course, the kid from Star Wars, uh, Anakin. Yeah. The kid who played and the young a, Anakin. And you're right. It's a cult classic. That's true. I love this film. One, because... It does connect me with my dad a little bit because my dad did, did do something similar because of this movie. Really? Um, if you remember, and it wasn't for Christmas, but if you remember back, my parents are divorced. So, you know, when I go visit my dad, he's trying to make me happy and yeah. all that. So, um, around when I visited him, you remember when the Power Rangers movie came out? Yeah. In like yeah. 1995. Oh, yeah. That was a big deal. I mean, I, I, well, I, I was alive. not alive, but yeah. I, know why, I know it was a big deal. It was. My, uh, my cinematic history major self. I'm not a major. Yeah. But, but you know, you I know, know I know it went down. When yeah. it came out, there was a promotional thing they had with Comfort Inns. Right. And right. they had a comic book or plaything. I was like, Dad, I want that. He goes, Okay, we aren't gonna stay at Comfort Inn. We're just gonna go pick it up. 
We went to every damn Comfort Inn in the greater Austin area. That's so good. And could not find it. And my dad was like, poor guy. He had to go to work. And if anybody knows Austin, it's not the easiest thing to trek no, around No, especially back in 95. Yeah, it's really not easy to trek around Austin. And so we are looking around, and my, my poor dad's looking hard, and he's like, I have work. He's like, you got work later. But finally we gave up. But I always remember that. And when I watched Jingle All the Way, and my dad jokes along, jokes with me about it, Till this day, because of what he went through. But the movie, of course, is about a workaholic dad. Right. Arnold Schwarzenegger is a great family life, but he is very neglect, ne- neglectful to his family because of work. Well, it finds out that his son is mad that he missed his karate tournament. And to make it up for him, he goes, oh, I'll buy you the Turboman doll, right? This this huge doll that's like the their number version one doll. of like yeah. Superman, I guess, is yeah. the way to put it. Or and like a, a Power Ranger. Yeah, or Iron Man. It's right. the number one thing going yeah. for kids. And he's laughing with his wife, and his wife's like, well, did you get it, by the way? She goes, what are you talking about? He goes, the Turbo Man doll. And he goes, oh, yeah, I did. And he lies to her, and she goes, good, because it'll be impossible to get. <laughs> it's Christmas Eve, and he has to go out, and he combats with the, the greatest comedian of all time, Sinbad. Yeah. There you <laughs> and, go. And Phil Hartman is awesome in this film. He is good as Ted. He is. And it's Phil Hart. I mean, he's Ted McClure, basically. But- yeah. Uh, or Troy McClure. He's yeah, basically yeah, yeah. Troy McClure in this film. But the movie is awesome. It has quotable lines because, of course, it's Arnold. And do you know what the great quote from this movie is? Do you know it? Is it the cookie one? Yeah. Put, that Put the cookie, cookie down. down. No. no! <laughs> like, uh, but, no, you say it wrong. I know. No, you it's like this. It. Put the cookie down. No. That's amazing. Like, that movie. Like it, it, First of all, and I love that, that Phil Hartman has a reference to his muscles. Because in the movie, they try to make him like an everyday man, like a business guy, yeah. when he looks nothing like it. Oh, no. and, and And he's like, your muscles can't help you with this one. And I was like. What? Oh, it's so. That's like a breaking character. I actually movie. really enjoy that movie. That's a good one. I love it to this day. It's my number one. I try to convince other people to watch it. It is the best Christmas movie. I think ever. it had a 4K release. Not sure. I'm pretty sure. It did. I don't know about that, but it did have a. They sequel. should put that one back in theaters, though. I think that you know would they actually had a work really well. Yeah, I was about to say with uh, what's his face, Larry, Larry the Cable, cable Guy. guy. Never watched it because it ruined it for me. Yeah, it's uh, no, it's not good. Yeah, don't worry I'm about not going to watch it. But <laughs> I, is, yeah. But um, I love it. I love also the fact that Jim Belushi is also somebody that yes, makes an appearance in this he's movie. He's a Santa Claus. Yes. And then the the guy from Bad Santa, the little elf. Yeah. Oh, yes. No, wait. No. Right. I thought. No. 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 He's another guy. Let me look at this list. He's also. He's another. Uh, oh. Person. Yeah. 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 Stature. Uh, yeah. Small stature. stature. Yeah. Um, but uh, Bad Santa's also up there for me, I think. Uh, but all right, it's, that's my number one. What's your number? Your worst? Let's just, you know what? For time, give me your worst Christmas. Let's give me your number one worst. My worst Christmas yeah. movie. The one you hate the most. The one that I can't seem to. Oh man, this is tough. The one that I cannot seem to wrap my head around, and I don't want to say personal, personal, because I do think that in the grand scheme of things. Scrooge is one that I'm not really into. You don't like Bill Murray, do you? No, I do because I think no, I think he is a genius, and I like. Oh, just we for dif- some we reason, that, there. that movie, that movie just doesn't really hit me. And I think I'm. I will say I've been I've been trying to get that movie to hit with me, and it just hasn't. Um, that's probably the one that like I look least forward to, if I had to bet. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely. Yeah, as I'm looking, I'm just looking at this list to make sure I didn't forget anything. It's it's got to be that one. It's got, um, it's got to be Scrooge is the one that I, I've never I'm seen not Scrooge, into as much. But I'll say this: I don't like Bill Murray. Yeah, 
I think Bill Murray is vastly overrated as a. Oh thing. wow, really? Yeah, I, I don't see the appeal. Everybody like every time Bill Murray's mentioned here, even on the ticket here, I was like, oh my god, Bill Murray. Are we counting like, Edward Scissorhands as a Christmas movie? Uh no, because I was gonna say that'd yeah, probably be up there too. No. Like I don't mind it, but it's just like not. Scrooge is definitely the one that I probably like avoid. Not yeah, I'm just. Oh, I'm gonna put an honorable mention quickly because it is a Christmas movie. Batman Returns. Okay, we're gonna okay okay. That's an honorable mention. So uh, which one do you not want to listen to? Uh, here's the thing. Oh, okay. He's gonna give some like freaking like. No, I'm gonna tell you this caveat. is a, this is a movie category because there's so many of them that I want to fucking burn them to the ground. Does it start with an H? Yep. <laughs> and also an L because that channel does it too. Women. Will women. Ferrell's got one of those that actually popped off. Well, I'm glad. For the <laughs> okay. most part, they're not. The Hallmark slash Lifetime romantic comedy movies that have to deal with Christmas. The gift, My bro. good God. Why? So, oh, I'm a 30-year-old woman, career-minded woman, but I have no no, no boyfriend. Thanks but for guess what? the podcast. But, but, but Santa Claus um, is real, and he's going to somehow magically run into me and and say, well, what do you need? Help me save Christmas. But at the same time, there's a hot delivery guy, and okay. we flirt all the time, and he's so cool, but we're not going to get together. And my ex is always trying to get back with me. But Santa, what are we going to do? Ho, 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 we got to save Christmas. But I'm in love with the, the delivery guy. Oh, my God. And, oh, my God, they're delivering puppies to me. The family stone? Yeah. I don't know what that is. It's a Hallmark oh, okay. movie. <laughs> yeah, oh, just... but but like it's just ridiculous. It's the same plot line every movie. Girl who's single but shouldn't be single because obviously she's really hot. Let's see, they Sarah always Jessica... make her. Yeah. Oh well, let's see if you're right. Sarah Jessica Parker is the girlfriend meeting her parents and siblings for the first time. Initially uptight oh, and anxious, movie, yeah. she grows more sympathetic the more you learn about That's the situation she's been thrust into. Okay. That's a, that was a theatrical. Release. Oh, you're right. Despite the Hallmarky plotting, okay, I was yeah, just yeah, looking yeah. up. No, movies. there was a okay. one. There was one where. Um, uh, Jenna, uh, Jenna, McC- Jenna, Jenny McCarthy was oh, in it. Oh, I do know what you're talking like about. Like Santa yeah, baby, and yeah, she's yeah. supposed to be San- the next Santa, but she doesn't love enough. And then, of course, she falls in love, and then everybody's like, oh, I love you. I'm like, seriously? Uh-huh. Every Hallmark film has to do with some girl who is obviously very attractive and could get a man, but she doesn't have a man because she's career-driven. But when she's, her family's like, you're so weird. You don't have a man. So. And then she's like, I don't know. And then, of course, there's always a real Santa Claus that pops up somehow <laughs> and tries to help her. It is ridiculous. Shout out to Hallmark. It is ridiculous. You need to quit making these films. We don't care about them. You alienated half the podcast. I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. I'm telling the truth. (laughs) They're a little. They they're not as cinematic as they should be. They're not even cinematic, or they're not even movie. That is just trash. Yeah. God, oh. Why does Santa have to be in every one of them? Well, it's a Christmas movie. I don't know. No, tell you can you. make a Christmas movie without Santa Claus. Okay, that's. I guess you're right. I mean, I guess I don't know. Uh, you know, like you know, you know, is one movie you can make without Santa Claus as a Christmas movie? Mm. Gremlins. Oh, I like some Batman of that. Batman Returns. Uh, I, I am not not dis- I'm not the one disputing it. I'm like, all right, whatever. Well, that can is- I can I before we yeah. get out of that segment? The only reason I'm telling you this now is because I, I know I'll forget, but I, I heard this on my podcast coming up here. I wanted to tell you this. It's a small trivia question. Okay, It's not ahead. Christmas, but it's end-of-the-year movies, and since I'm pretty sure no movie's going to pop up for $3 billion in the next 25 days, Aquaman. we're probably pretty good. No, I think we're pretty good. So can you tell me, this will be fun for the listeners too, can you tell me 2023 movies, okay? What were the top three grossing movies of the year? I just want to say Avatar. Just say it. You don't want to talk no, about No, 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 it's 2022. You're good. Oh. Yeah, 2023. Yeah, 20 this year. You're good. Number one's Barbie. 
Okay. Number two is uh, Super Mario Brothers. No, but that's on the list. Actually, number two is actually Oppenheimer because number okay. two, they overcame it. Correct. Uh, and number three is uh, Super Mario Bros. Perfect. Okay. Barbie, Oppenheimer, Super, uh, Super Mario Bros. This is the first time this this year, 2023, first time since when that the top three grossing movies of the year were non-sequels. What year? Nah, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Just take a guess. 1985. 2001. Damn. Last time that the top three movies were not sequels. Those top three movies, can you tell me them? Okay, 2001? Yes, from 2001, the top okay, so three movies. Not, now, they're not sequels. Yeah. So think about that. So it's not Mummy Returns. No. Hmm. Told you this would be fun. It's kind of cool. 2001, what the fuck? <laughs> We're going on in 2001. The year before Spider-Man. All right. Legally Blonde. No. They're, I'll give you this. Two of them are big IPs now. Huge IPs. You got any other guesses? No. You want me to start one or three or Just three to one? Three to one. Actually, you know what? I'm going to do one to three because they're a little obvious. Right. One. Number one, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Damn Stone. Damn it. Yeah. I was thinking that for, I was thinking that was for two thousand for some reason, but you're right. Yeah, I get oh, I know. Then I number number two. Then Lord of the Rings. Well, no. Why? But you're right. It's on the list. Number three. What was number two? Number two, and I'll give you a hint. Is a Pixar movie. Oh, uh, Bugs Life. No, no, no. You're right. Monsters Inc. Yes. 2001, Harry Potter, Monster Seek, Lord of the Rings. There we go. Were the top three grossing movies. And listen, I had a great time in December of 2001. <laughs> oh, God. I saw, I saw Harry Potter and the Source of Stone, and I remember seeing Voldemort for the first time. I was like, what? Well, and then uh, number two, I saw Lord of the Rings, and I had no, listen, going into Lord of the Rings, Phil, yeah. it did, because I had no idea about the books or anything. Yeah. Me and my cousin Ari went in there, and we sat down, and she was like, all right, let's go watch it. And it ended weird, and we're like, yeah. that's the end? And then our her older sister told us, there's like two more movies. Right. Like, oh. That was a good, Lord of the Rings is a good one. The people on the podcast, were the, that was the one they didn't get. I, I, again, I, I shame on you. What? Uh, once again, you prove that you don't listen to our station, and this is why you bring us down. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm the, loyal. I'm the reason for any- I'm a loyalist. Oh, okay. And you're just some pretender. I got I got podcasts I had to rip through. Is yeah, of you? course you do. All right, well, that's enough for Talk and Pop, but if you want to uh, sponsor that segment, of course, get in touch with Creighton or me or anybody. Just let us know. All right? On Twitter, whatever. We'll give our stuff at the end. All right, now we got to get into this segment. It's probably our final segment of the show. We're going to have a little debate, a little celebration, a little bit of fight. What happened? You got to tell me. I don't know what happened. Oh, yeah? You don't know what happened? I was under a rock this whole weekend. Really? Oh, something happened. Well, oh, as you know, it was conference championship weekend. Uh, did and somebody win? I think somebody did win. Oh, somebody did win? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. The, um, the burnt orange, the Texas what Longhorns. Team? Oh, they won? That They beat some team like Oklahoma I heard State. it was like I heard it was like a it was close. Is that right? It was not was close. The, oh, it wasn't close. It was a blowout. Oh, I heard they only scored like what? Probably like twenty points? No. Oh, they didn't score twenty like points. 50 oh, did they now? Yeah. <laughs> almost uh, You yeah. had thirteen years. Thirteen years to get your crap. Now it's fourteen because the date just passed. Fourteen years to get your crap together of da- of the worst period ever period of Texas football period and 
14 years to just get one. Get it, get it out. This is for you, for Aggies, for anybody. Cougars, I don't care. Bear, uh, who else? OU? Yeah, Bears, Oklahoma. You had 14 years. No, oh, you got in the got in the it got in the semifinals. Um, so they're good, mainly towards Tech and Aggies. 14 years to get it together, get your crap together for one, one appearance, one 12 to 13 win season, and you couldn't do it before Texas got to that point again. All this time. How pathetic, how pathetic st- is it that it took you 14 years? How pathetic is it that you still couldn't figure anything out in a span of 14 years before we got to that That's point great. again? It's still pathetic that a program like Texas that has all the money and all the recruits and all that and how many head coaches coming through here and how many star quarterbacks did y'all get and how many star number well, one Actually, none of our quarterbacks none, have been none, that good none, until none, now. All these number one recruiting classes you got. We haven't got, we've you, only gotten two. It still took so. you 14 damn years to get where you are. I don't know. According to you guys, you guys are saying you were going to go undefeated this year so Oh. Whatever. Well, here's the thing. Congratulations to Texas. But we got to get to the bigger story here is that Texas um, was uh, in the running for the college football playoffs. Yes, they were. Uh, they won their. Uh, so, what happened the night before is uh, right before Sunday's matchup, Texas won theirs. On Alabama, Saturday morning, yes. Alabama shocked the world on Saturday night. So, when that they much took of a down, shock? They took down Georgia. They did beat Georgia at Washington the night before prevailed over uh, your Oregon, Oregon Ducks. Over my Oregon Ducks. I mean, they're also like almost went to school there, so yeah, technically so. mine. But you're the one that advocated that they should get in even with four losses. And of course, Michigan so. won two. Michigan so did. It, it uh, all looked like skunk. down to Florida State, who have now lost their quarterback, but they're undefeated. If they win against Louisville, everyone's thinking. It doesn't matter. Number one, it's going to be Michigan. Number two is going to be Washington, and it's going to be some combination of either Florida State and then either Texas uh, or Georgia, Alabama. Georgia or uh, uh, Texas, Alabama, yeah, yeah, Texas, yeah. Or, Texas or Alabama, yeah. or, or even Georgia at that point yeah, might true. sneak in yeah. too. So everyone's like, all right, well then Florida State wins like it's supposed to, even though it was a very, very, very bad game. Oh, it was ugly. They they had one touchdown the entire game. And Louisville, kept- I don't know why we put stock into that team. They scored six points. That and that quarterback looked lost. Oh, let me tell you, he looked. There's a reason Tyler Shucks going there now. Yeah, <laughs> he looked uh, bad. Good luck there, dude. Because he that other quarterback. Is that your looked, starter that was supposed to come back? Was going to help you win all shut the up. games. That's what I thought. Shut up. Yeah. Anyway, um, your backup ended Florida, up being so your Florida starter. State anyways, wins, which is Florida so State cool. wins, and now we we understand that. Okay, cool. Florida State won. They're in the playoff, right? That was it. And Texas fans were nervous. Because my God, I wasn't very nervous. Yes, you were. You're very nervous because you know that uh, there was a very high chance that they were going to skip Texas, get Florida State in, and maybe put Bama or Georgia in because that's what the committee does. They're not going to put a Big Twelve team, uh, SEC team, over a Big Twelve team, and Florida State's undefeated. Yeah, but so the Big Twelve by, team by the, norm, to beat by the, the rules, SEC team. by the rules of the committee, where they said they prefer undefeated teams over one loss teams, that was 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 bound to happen. Right, and the, also the other rule that says committee prefers the head to head over another team. Right. We, so, I, I'm telling you, I walked into that day, that morning, pretty confident that Texas was no. I felt way better about it the morning of than I did the night before. Well, you were because I, I, I we texted and you were like, oh, you were crying. I was tr- no, I was like, if it happens, it happens. No, if it doesn't, it doesn't. I was but not yeah, well, scared. Let, let me get to my point. Let I'm just going to tell you this: that let I was me, fully prepared to have. Let me set it up. All and right, then we'll get Texas there. in there. By the way, is that Grimlin without Alabama? Yeah, uh, was weird. Oh, you know what? That's I think I think AMC's doing twenty five days of Christmas. I wonder why they put it. Yeah, 
You got nothing. You got nothing. Okay. I'm just saying that was just weird that it popped up when we were Because I'm right. Continue. Anyway. We only got like five right. minutes. Yeah. Like. Sorry. So anyway, so the college football playoff, it's the stage is set, and they announce it. Michigan? Okay. Washington? Right. Okay. At number three, Texas. Boom. All right. So Texas. Scaled the spot. All right. Got it in. Got it. How do you like that? But then, Them apples. And then number four, Bama. Freaking and that Alabama. is what caused the controversy as Alabama not only goes over Georgia, they go over Florida State, an undefeated un- conference champion of the ACC of a Power 5 school. They jumped it, and now Bama's in. And now, on paper, it looks like it's the best thing because you have right. a Michigan-Alabama matchup, which is probably going to be a great game. And, of course, you have a Washington-Texas matchup, which is going to be a great game. It all looks great on paper. The problem is that's not what the committee is supposed to do. You, The committee yeah. is supposed to pick the teams with they, which by the rules. And by the rules are, why did you play that game? Why did Florida State play that conference championship game? Why did they go undefeated? Why did they schedule two SEC schools out of the – on their schedule for this moment. Their strength of and, record, and, yeah. And was... guess what? It didn't mean shit because guess what? Alabama somehow maneuvered their way in and it doesn't make sense anymore. Like, I understand. Like, this is my problem. It's like, I understand the criteria. I don't like the criteria. And luckily, we're moving to 12 teams. I just wish this wouldn't have happened this year because I get it. I, I totally, un- like, I'm not disputing the fact that you're trying to put the four best teams in. It's not that. And I get that when you're looking at the criteria and if you see things like, uh, key injuries, uh, the way you're looking right now. I totally understand all that, but I think it's a crappy, crappy uh, requirement, like a, a criteria, because I just think that it is a slippery slope and a very dangerous thing to tell a team of Florida State stature who might not look that great. And I hate that thing of like, oh, well, they don't look as good as they did two weeks ago. Regardless, the, it's all opinionated. It's everything's opinionated. So how are you to say that Florida State? is not going to end up winning the whole thing. You don't know. No, you don't. Nobody thought last year, and I I, I hear the argument, well, they didn't do it because of TCU. I get that. Nobody in their right mind thought that TCU was going to find their way into that Monday night game against Georgia. Albeit and, they they found, got, and guess what? They found a way and did right. it. All, albeit... Albeit all their games were close, and no, and like they did get completely like smashed by Georgia, but nobody thought that semifinal game that they were going to actually pull and, it and off. Guess what? And they did. And guess what, Crane? Well, you know what we do? You play to play that you, you 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 play the game to see what happens. What's the the, the the thing? I'm like, my heart is full right now, Why? boys, because I've been saying that for so long, and you just used it for me. But did I say it right? You, you play you, to win. You, the- you, you play to win the game. Yeah, you, you play, play to win the game. Sorry. Sorry, people. You play, you play the you game. You play to win, to win yeah. the game. Yeah. Okay, you play to win the game, and you have to see what happens. I'm telling you right now, and honestly, I'm sorry, Creighton, this is the rain on your parade. Texas doesn't deserve to be no. in there anyway. No, no, no. A- Alabama doesn't deserve to be in there because no. Alabama lost well, the head to head. It doesn't matter. Right. Well, okay, fine. But Texas, you could have made an argument with Alabama and Texas. That's fine. Or Georgia, because Georgia could have been Georgia on there wasn't too. a conference champion. That's if fine. If you're rewarding it the way it should have been, it should have been Michigan, Washington. Washington. Florida, Florida State, State Texas. Texas. Because, because Texas yeah. beat 
Texas at the conference championship. They beat Georgia. But I, I mean, would, Alabama. But I, I'm saying this: if you were having a debate, it should have been Texas, Alabama for the fourth spot. Right, not Alabama, Florida State. Yeah, I'll give you and that. That's the and thing. I honestly thought Texas was going to get at four. I was never thinking they'd get at and three. And look at the hypocrisy because I'll look to another lower school, the team that you know I covered basically running the, the games this year, SMU. SMU went undefeated in their conference, their first conference uh, title since the '80s. Okay, they won the AAC. They beat a Tulane team that was ranked 25th at the time. Right or twenty second, sorry, at the time. Then they pick Liberty to go over SMU to go to the New York yeah, Six Bowl game. That was weird too. I thought. See, I don't. And this guess is what? what I'm saying. But you know why they said that? Because technical Liberty, they said, well, Liberty was undefeated. Right. But so wait a minute. So, so, so that, they use the undefeated there. Right. And then they don't use it on Florida so, State. And that's what. And you know, you know why. And I wonder this. This is this was brought up. I wonder if I don't know, but like, let's say one. I. Like what if they told like everybody saw him break his leg, right? What if they said Jordan Day I mean Jordan Davis, Jordan Travis would be back in two weeks. Oh, the injury's not that bad. I like, guarantee you that he'd be the Florida State would be playing. Thank you. Like let's say that they didn't know the X rays, they didn't see his foot twisted the other way, and they were like they didn't know, like, let's say like it ended up only it being a hairline fracture. You can't see hairline fractures in the clear open. What they were like, Oh, he'll be back in two weeks, and he ended up not being they would have put him in. What if Deion Sanders was the coach for Florida They'd State? I, I had heard this argument earlier. They probably would have put them in. Florida if State they, got if Florida, screwed. If Florida State destroyed Louisville by 30. They put him in. They put him in. It's because they, they struggled. Found, yeah. They struggled a little bit against Louisville, and then they don't have a quarterback, so they got scared, and they said, oh, whoa. I know. They had an out, and they used it. And it's ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. I, I know I just said it like three times in a row, but this whole system, this committee, and I want to point out the great Mike Leach, rest in peace, my favorite head coach. We still owe him $8 million. Yeah, we do. Tech does pay up, pay up his family. I'll call Tommy I don't give a, and I don't I'll give call a Tom, I don't give a damn that you have to go and uh, you, you gave him a ring of honor and all that. Yeah, it's not. You should have done that anyway. He, in uh, the fact of the matter, is you fired him for for uh, salacious rumors that were untrue from Adam James and Craig J- and Craig James is a crazy man I don't now. Think those guys even like that kid. Uh, no. Like yeah. Adam James. Adam James was a little bitch. <laughs> he was pretty bad. And his he's because his dad was Craig James. Right. At SMU. You know what? If you were really good, why didn't you go to your dad's alma mater? I agree. Why didn't I you agree. go? Why, well, of course, why didn't you go to SMU? He you had a great chance there. Yep. But that's no, what, we, that's what losers do, man. Exactly. Well, anyway, I'm sorry, I got off on a tangent. But Mike Leach went on the whole thing. Goes, that's what we like to do in America. We we form a committee, and he made a great point. He goes, we're not going to put football people in there. We have people that have nothing to do with the game, and it's. <laughs> They brought Condoleezza Rice on the initial committee. What the fuck is Con- Listen, great stateswoman, great for our country, blah, 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 but you don't know shit about football. What on our thing? We have to be very careful about this is the this is the this is a problem, right? Is opinionated picks. Because that's what they are. I don't care. Look, look and, and the, the eye test to me is such a funny thing because at this time I guarantee you, if I said What's your eye test tell you? Sure, is Alabama look like the better team? No, yeah, I'm not disputing that. But I guarantee you, if I ask some people, there's probably people in that committee that think Ohio State's better than Alabama. I think there's people that still think Oregon is better than somebody that got in that their team. Opinion, and yeah. guess what? I they still all think have, that there's people that probably think Washington's better than I, Michigan. You know, there's all this. They all have agendas. But here's the problem. Balancing out. You're balancing out from humans and computers because we all sure hated it when the computers the, well, yeah, did it. And with the BCS, BCS system was jacked up too. Yeah, what it needed, what it needs to be, you need to extend the playoffs. 
playoff, and it needs to go based off of the way the NFL does it. I, exactly. Not the divisions, no, but... But no, we... Listen, right. I had the plan, and they're pretty much doing the plan. I don't know. It's going to change a little bit because the Pac-12 doesn't exist anymore. Right. So you may want to like promote one of the group of five people uh -huh. and turn them uh, into Which would most likely be like yeah, the American. Yeah, like just promote them to become a new yeah. uh, thing. But my point being is this. You have to do the college football playoff the way it's set up to where it's 12 teams. That's perfect. I don't care. i rather have if seed 13 or seed number 13 is complaining they get in, that's fine. I Because those guys don't belong. Exactly. Yeah, you the lower you are. But we are going to have a debate with four, five, six. Sure. So expand the playoff. What we're doing next year, great. 12 teams. But this comes to my big point. This is what I teased earlier. Get rid of bowl games. They make no fucking sense from the dawn of time. Start liking <laughs> football and all that. I've never understood the the, the, the allure of a, a bowl game because yeah, money. A fan, I don't get it. How like okay? Do you remember when I text great year in two thousand eight? I wonder what was the point That's of the, the one, right? Listen. They didn't win even, but in two thousand eight, <laughs> they had to go to the Cotton Bowl and play Ole Miss. Why did they to go me, to the Cotton Bowl? They didn't go to the championship Shut game? Up. Anyway, <laughs> you, nothing, you didn't either, okay? You so nothing. go fuck yourself. You didn't go. We ended up winning the Fiesta Bowl. Good, good. Did you anyway. win your bowl game? Anyway. So we ended up having a better year than okay, you. Okay, so shut you up. You can't win, Just man. Shut up. You Just, cannot Can you let win. me finish? Sorry. My point being is this. The fact of the matter is bowl games make no sense, okay? Wolves the point of the tech going to that bowl game? Even if they beat Ole Miss, what does it matter? Unless you're the champion, it doesn't freaking matter. So to me, all these random bowl games right now, the and I looked it on our schedule that we're you know the Gasparilla Bowl, <laughs> the, the, the Fenway Bowl, the Toilet Bowl, the oh the PapaJohns.com Bowl. <laughs> I love the name. The best ones are like when the name is super long. Or the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl. Yeah, that was a weird one. Yeah, these are stupid. Cheese it. No, listen, Cheese it. Like. Are you really bragging that you made a bowl game? We won the when, cheese. And by the way, the idea of making a bowl game, oh, you're bowl eligible if you're 500? Well, 500 right. bowl eligible? Well, it's college football. No, that's why. Well, Creighton, it's so well, stupid. Well, it's 500 There's, so you can get more on, teams in to have more, on, to have more bowl on, games to have more money. As a fan, yeah. other than the championship, what's the point of a bowl game? Well, what does it do? What does do, it do for you? I will you? say this. I will say this is that if your team wins a bowl game, and it pushes you past ten wins. I think that that is an exciting thing. It's a precursor to what you and it gives you like an no, idea of like it doesn't do anything. No, you're wrong. No, no, it doesn't do anything. I'm gonna. You I, 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 do not mean to, I do not mean to dog on you. Well, I do, but I don't at the same time. For Tech playing in the Shreveport, that does not mean anything. No, oh no. But listen. I do believe that Missouri playing the Cotton Bowl, it will be a good mark yeah. of victory. Listen, if they can no, win, it'll no, be a no, good no, no, way. No. Yeah. Even if you play in your six, in your six day bowl, right? That's not in the playoff. If you're not in the playoff, well, it doesn't matter. Well, that's why you see now uh, these guys opting out. Yeah. My point being, because players are playing it, uh, but it used to not uh, be coaches that way. sometimes. No, I yeah, because back then the players had a choice. <laughs> okay, they have choice now. My point is, there's no point in playing in uh, pointless bowl games. So, so this is why I'm excited about the college football playoff, and the reason why is this: you retain the good bowls that are that need to be established. The great old New York six, New York six day bowls; those are awesome, and they're going to be part of the rotation for the playoffs. Awesome! I love it. Keep it there. But other other bowl games, get the fuck out. I'm we don't need to hear. I'm sorry. I'm not impressed. You made the Grisparilla Bowl. I'm not impressed that you made the take my take shit out of my ass <laughs> okay. bowl. Okay, the Duke's Mayo Bowl. The Duke's Mayo. Like, who's oh, so stupid? <laughs> it's so stupid. 
and I'm not proud of you. You made the game. And what does it do for next year? Nothing. You no. win that game, nothing happens. To be fair. What did Texas do after that Fiesta Bowl game? No, we just went to the national championship. No, you didn't. Not yes, the next yes, year? Yes, we did. Not the next year? I sure did. Oh, Fiesta yeah, you Bowls, did. Okay. Yeah, what else would you like to say? Okay, sorry. I'm sorry, last year. Where did you guys go last year? What? Two years ago, where did you go? What are you talking about? What bowl game did you go two years ago? Oh, so you're going to pick our one losing season. I'll tell you where we went. The next year we played in the Alamo Bowl. This year we're now in the college football playoff. Yeah. But where my, did Ted if, go? Okay, glad. You, bring like everyone, listen. I'm glad you brought that up. Everyone brings up this great tech uh, in the Insight Bowl in 2006. That huge comeback they made and college bowl history. Blah blah blah. It didn't do shit. Nothing happened out of it. I, I will like, say this. I'm That's just saying. What, this is my argument. As a precursor to next year, like I have some finality in it, right? I, I know, but That's it's my. I want finality in my college football season, not to play in a random game that means nothing. I end the conference championship game then. And else, I get that. That's what I, I want. This. This I think bowl games are stupid. I'm gonna play devil's advocate a little bit. The Alamo Bowl game a few years back was was when we realized what B. John Robinson was, and without that bowl game, oh now God, you this is no, out no, 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 no. game. No, 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 no. Now this is this is me talking about Tom Herman. We all know kind of like how bad. Tom Herman can be from time to time. Without that bowl game, well, he got fired anyways. But Tom Herman finally realized, oh, wow, I messed this. Because he should have been running Bijan all year long, and he had not. That is a weak argument. You're talking about a weak head coach in Tom Herman who didn't know that he had a talented player in Bijan Robinson. I also think that it gives a, I think it gives kids that are not going to go to the pros one last no, effort to do something. No, that's stupid. I'm sorry. I don't care. Am I, listen, no, do I no. care? If the bowl games end up not happening, I'm not going to fret about it. But I, for one, was taking a liking to the Alamo Bowl because we played it no, so much. I think that the way they're doing it right now, or at least next year, is going to be awesome. You pick, you're still like, going to play bowl games, no, though. You're going to have to I get understand. your Gasparilla Bowl. You listen, listen to me. I want to, I'm want. i trying to say this. For the college football playoff, I do like those bowl games being part of the playoff. These extra-ass bowl games that, that are make still no going to be there. Yeah, they're stupid. They're stupid. They're a waste of time, and I would not celebrate any. I don't care if Tech goes if tech to every bowl. If Tech Bowl, would you be upset or happy about yeah, it? Yeah, because if it means nothing, then what's the point? It doesn't mean anything. You can kind of hold that Cotton Bowl appearance like it's a big deal. I don't. I hated that okay, Cotton well, Bowl appearance. I appreciate you. I don't because it meant nothing. We get to the national championship game. No. no. Do we have? I want to win. Okay. You're. I want to win for the wrong team, buddy. Hold on. Look at me. Man. I want to win. In what sport? In everything. I want to win. Like I said, you're. Do you want to win? Yeah. yeah, I know, and I have a chance to win. You. Uh, oh wow. Well, I, hope I hope Washington destroys you. Oh my God. I want, I want not because you know why. Well, not I, only do I want to brag against you, I want to go to my little sister and be like, "Ha!" You keep kicking the line around because first it was not lose, it was losing to Iowa. State. Eventually, I'll get there. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Anyway, it was Iowa State. We got to wrap, wrap things up. You, you sparked my. You this. I want to read these old games to you. These names, not the new ones, the best ever. I've googled this. Mm. Okay, let me make sure it's the right. Let me show. Let me show you this. I, I hate bowl games. God, let me make sure that this is. And part of my job is yeah, to run half best. of them. I, I know. it's probably why you don't like them. All right. Some of these from last year, but some are or from this year. Some are from a few years back. Some of them from the 50s. All right. My first one. I'm just reading the list right off as it goes. Avocados from Mexico Cure Bowl. Shoot me now. <laughs> okay. That's where we're starting. How about this one? This, that's, from, that, that's from this year. The avocado from Mexico is this year, by the way. Um, I have no idea who's playing in it. I didn't check. Did you? The avocados from Mexico. That is indeed the uh, the game. Um, it it was oh this was the Camping World Bowl game. 
Okay, so it's over now. Um, this will take place on the 16th. It's ACC, AAC and Sunbelt. Next up, 2017, the Cherry Bundy Tart Cherry Boca Raton Bowl. That bowl always has a weird name. That bowl always has a I remember the, originally they'd have a normal bowl game. like like the, oh, It used to be just the Boca Raton Bowl. A sponsorship had to have like a huge-ass name to it. The Cherry Tart Cherry Boca Raton. The best part is listening to the broadcaster say, Welcome to the 2017 Cherry Bundy Tart Cherry Boca Raton Bowl. That was taken. That was like I said. It took place 2017 against FAU, Florida Atlantic University Owls, could and the imagine, Akron Zips. Could you imagine me like a super fan of this team? Oh my God, guys, we're at the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Well, they probably, I mean, I, I mean, I'm sure Duke bought T-shirts when they won the Mayo Bowl because they they played in it. That was the funny thing. Was they yeah, but it's so stupid. So here's a recent one that actually shocked that made the list. Um, because I didn't think it was that crazy, but I guess people did. The Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. I'm sure you remember that one. 2017-2019. It's still going on. Well, they've changed the name now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the Gasparilla Bowl is, but they changed the name. That's the one that's playing Tampa Bay. This be to be the most popular coming out of this year. Can you guess it? Mm. This year's bowl game, what, the know. most popular name. I, I you haven't listening. even heard anybody name drop this? No. The Pop-Tarts Bowl. That oh. is this year. ACC versus Big 12. It's all stupid. Like really, are you gonna brag that you played at this the This used to be the cheese no, bowl. You tell me, no, none of these are, are are cool. None of them matter. They're just stupid little exhibition games. They're exhibition games. That's what they are. <laughs> this is an exhibition game in which Florida State last year beat Oklahoma, and, it and was what the is that? Bowl. And what happened? Nothing. Well, Nothing okay. changed. Next Nothing up, thing changed. This is from the. This was from forty-eight to fifty-six, nineteen hundred. Refrigerator bowl. The refrigerator bowl. <laughs> played in Indiana. All right. Well, I wait. We got three more. more. Three more. Raisin Bowl, 1946 to 1949. That was played in Fresno. The Glass Bowl also played from 46 to 49. Where was that played? University of Toledo's Glass Bowl in Toledo. Why, yes, you ask? Because Toledo was a major hub manufacturer. <laughs> old. Next up, I you probably cold. remember this one. 21. It is still going on. Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Just ridiculous. In El Paso. Uh, well, anyway. Wait, wait, wait. No, no more. I'm going to no, show you. best ones. Hold on. Salad Bowl from 1947 yeah, to 1955. You've seen that one, I bet. Ready for this one? 1990 to 1997. I only got a few more. Actually, this is the last you two. Said, you said three to ten well, I kept ago. thinking it was last one, but it's not. Okay. I'm going to turn your mic no, on. No, no, no. This really is a good one. This is the Independence Bowl from 1990 to 1997. I've heard of that one, the Frisco Independence Bowl. It's no longer, it was, before that, it was known as the Pool on Weed Eater Independence Bowl. Okay. And last but not least, from 2013 to 2015, the Royal Purple Las Vegas Bowl. The worst of it is, uh, you know, I'll give you another quick example of why I hate these games and why sometimes schools like lower end schools that are, don't have a lot of success, they get excited for it. Um, I also graduated sure. from UNT, and uh, their first bowl game forever in 2013 yeah. was the Heart of Dallas Bowl. So Tech almost played in. Uh, uh, is the stupidest UTA game, covers that game. The stupidest name ever, the Heart of Dallas Bowl. It's the Heart and of Dallas. If you go cover UNT like I did, they had they were so proud they won the game, yeah. and it was on their TV because I would have to go into the athletic call uh, to wait for 
that could come down to interview. And I'd be waiting there on the team screen. They keep replaying the highlights from it. I was like, oh, my God. It was I would say, like, for teams, for Team Liberty that were more so SMU, eh, that's unfair because they were pretty good back in the day. Liberty, those teams that don't always get recognition, I'm sure they enjoy going to their bowl game. They get one last postseason hurrah. They get a national B spot, big it's deal. Stupid. You tell me you're not excited for the 68 eventual this no, year? No, I, I want to win. Okay? Or about the, uh, put, put Booby in. Let's go. Okay. All right, uh, okay. we got to wrap things up. That's the, uh, re- the college football. Quest Bowl. You're not excited for that? So let's talk about quickly about the college football playoff quickly. The four teams that are in. I know you're going to Texas is going to win all, but let's just kind of preview it quickly. Okay. Um, uh, we'll have time to preview it more when it get clo- yeah, when we gets got closer. Two weeks. We'll yeah, we're just going to get over uh, I mean, we've got a month almost. Um, oh, that's true. We do yeah, every week. Yeah. I'm just about boys. We have a month almost. But no, we but uh, we'll just you like the matchups. You like Texas going against Washington. I would have loved, honestly, I would have loved to have seen what Texas could have done against the run defense. I mean, the running of Michigan because yeah. Texas's run defense is literally like unbelievable. They've mm-hmm. shut down every top running back. Like Oklahoma State was the top, had Ollie Gordon was the top running back statistically in the nation. 30 yards. Taj Brooks was number two. 30 yards. Tavondre Sweat, Byron Murphy have been making for themselves. I would love to see that matchup. However, I'm totally fine with the Alabama-Michigan matchup. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to see J.J. McCarthy against Jalen Milrow. And i like to see what Blake Corum can do against an Alabama team. I think it's time. Yeah. You know, here's the thing with Michigan. I know Michigan's number one, um, but I, I also think Michigan's somewhat overrated a it's little bit. It's time they play a really good yeah, opponent. The only look, team they played is Ohio State, and to bear, they beat them pretty good. Yeah, and they did a great uh, test. Let's see what you do against an SEC defense. No, Let's true. see what you do against uh, 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 Alabama offense that's starting to get really Good now because for the most part, Alabama at the beginning of the year had no offense. Really, they had no, they didn't know what to do. It, it started getting better as the years went uh, as the season went on. Yeah, but I thought this um, was the Alabama team that didn't know what they were doing and this and that. And but Texas and that. against Washington to me is going to be an incredible a rematch match. from last year. It, it, but I also think it's more evenly matched than a lot more people think. I think well, those two are really evenly matched. I think it's going to be a lot of fun because Michael Penix. What's the best thing he does? He throws but Texas semi weakness. And Ryan Watts back, so it makes a difference. But right now, because Ryan Watts is out, Texas is only like kind of is secondary. Mm-hmm. However, on the other end, Texas is going to have a lot of opportunities of points. They have the best running backfield. They have the best. I would I would put their their wide receiver group up against Washington's. I understand why people, would, but Adonai Mitchell is going to have. He shows up in those big games. There's a reason. He won the championship for Georgia. He's unbelievable. Xavier Worthy is going to be is he's he's totally healthy. The boot was just a precaution. What about that? Who's the guy who left? Yes. Oh, Catalan. Yeah. Oh, Cat. The only the uh, Catalan is a graduate transfer who he was good, but towards the end of the year he wasn't. Playing. And then you got that guy from uh, was it Clemson or Syracuse? You guys got a huge, badass player that joined y'all, but um, I don't know if he's going to be able to join you guys in time for the. Confusing me. Okay, maybe I mi- misread it. Okay, there was a kid that came at safety that just. Came. Oh, oh, they want to get Clemson. They want to oh, get him. He's not. Have, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He just it. put okay. his name in, but he's one of our. He's the one of the. We should give him a call. He's one of the top. Yeah, that's All what right. it is. So, um, um uh, are you going to go down to the game? I'm it's going to be the, man. I guess it's the next. Have you seen the tickets? Oh, sure. It's like out of this world. My sister tried to go, was trying to get tickets. She couldn't afford it. It's a lot. She said, Did you "I see the I, championship I, tickets." How much for the Big Twelve? No, no, oh no, 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 oh no, those were still expensive, but they weren't. No, Champion, title yeah, yeah. like the idea of te- Texas and Alabama rematching is kind of what the prices are based you, off right would now. Would you do it for three grand? <laughs> I don't know, man. That that would that, you? Would you? Is that 
that you call your parents and be like, hey guys. I, saw, I heard that somebody in, in one of the classes at UT, right, was taking a loan out the other day. Was trying to. He got denied. We trying to take out a $10,000 loan. Why would you do that? Because people are idiots, man. But the idea of Texas playing Alabama again would be unbelievable because one, it's it, Texas, the national championship in 09 was what sparked the Nick Saban era. Yeah. It wasn't before that. It was all after that. It would that. end the Nick Saban era. Exactly. It started the Nick Saban era. Okay. So they're going to be for that obviously the what it's the what if game like what if Colt wouldn't have got hurt like McElroy like the proponent that he he was the quarterback of the Alabama team he would have got boat raced okay because I fully believe that um Sarkeesian was an assistant under Nick Saban not too long ago loves they still talk that would be a lot of to see also, his matchup also because of that Texas went down right right and Houston it's Houston that you're playing in it would basically be a backdoor game for Texas, it's a huge matchup, and but another, you gotta get through but, Washington no, first. No, but also another thing is, is a kind of a preview of hey, welcome to the SEC. Exactly, that's the other one. You know, you're SEC, going to the SEC. Yeah. This is one of you going to be one of your opponents next year. I will say this: or if you do make the national championship, I will be rooting for you. Until then, I'm sorry, I'm your enemy. I'm excited to see. I think I think Texas has a great chance to win this whole thing. I w- I, I, I can't mean, believe I'm saying good, it. They have good odds, but they got everything they need. If Quinn, you listen, if they play like they did against. Oklahoma State. That is that is why Quinn Hughes was ranked as a. Are you going to cry if they lose? No, I'm just ha- I'm happy we're finally there. This is what I've been waiting for. I will I will probably fall to my knees if we win though. That that's um, your mentality is right there. It's, what it shows that you're not ready for it. I'm not ready for a Texas national championship. You have no idea. No, you're not ready. I probably won't come to work. I'll be broke. You probably uh, you're not ready. I can tell. So they're not going to win. You're not a true fan. If Quinn Ewers plays like he did, oh dude. Don't say that. I'm kidding. There's a reason Quinn Ewers was rated at a one point, and you right. saw it on Saturday. Well, I'm also, excited. We'll talk more. I will try to show the money. We'll see. We, uh, We're gonna we, try. we have a whole month. So I better, hold your I start, I better start getting saving up. up you know? So it's for picks now. The NFL Can I do picks. It? I know. <laughs> uh, we got a few games in here. As you know, the Cowboys Eagles are your Sunday night game. But let's start off with a little bit of Rams and Ravens. The Rams are six, but their offense is getting back on. They're playing better than ever, and they come in at home. The Ravens at home at nine and three. Baltimore's favored by a touchdown. Who do you got? I still think the Ravens are just a great team. I think that they're gonna make some noise in the late month of January. So Ravens, man. So I think that they have just surprised teams, and nobody's talking about them. They're the one <laughs> team the nobody crazy, talks. They're like to. one of the best teams in the whole thing, and no one's saying because a word. they don't want to give Lamar Jackson any kind of. That's true. Nobody wants to admit that they were dead wrong on the on the draft class of Lamar. Well, how about this big? It's on Sunday afternoon on Fox. Uh, third leg, Greg, and all those guys, and EA, not me, but the other one. <laughs> Uh, the Seahawks, six and six, off a tough loss against the Cowboys, travel to their arch rival, division rival, the San Francisco Forty ers who are nine and three, coming off that butt whooping of uh, the Eagles, surprisingly only by ten and a half. San Francisco's favored. <laughs> kind of want to go Seahawks here. I'll have some fun. They're NFC championship with the Cowboys. I'll go Eagle. I mean Eagles. I'll go other birds. I'll I think the, the Niners are going to win, but I think that the Seahawks will cover. Yeah, I agree. Uh, how about this game? The Bills again. Also, I can see that. Bills visiting Chiefs. Bills need to win. Ah, they have the teams are really The Chiefs they? are not eight and four. They're struggling. And get this: at home, the Chiefs are only a two and a half point favorite. Will Taylor Swift appear at this game? Surprisingly, she was at the last one. I couldn't believe it. Her, oh. I just her Some and say, her and Simone Biles were there. Do you know Simone, Simone Biles? Who she, 
she uh the guy on the Packers, what's his name? Oh, it was Chiefs Packers, so that's why. Thank you. That's why she was there, yes. I thought she'd only be there if it was like Chiefs and anyways. Are you Browns. trying to be sarcastic? Yeah, I'm just like and you're really like you're is? like it's Chiefs. Uh, it's the Chiefs and the Packers. That's why they were there. I'm gonna go Travis Kelsey is my number one pick on my fantasy team. I need the Chiefs. Well, I will say this though. It seems like Kelsey has not played well since the Taylor the trailer has happened. <laughs> so we'll see that. By the way, that's died down. What? You that in the media? Had to eventually. You know, right? but I, I thought it was just gonna be red hot. Well, her um, Eras tour movie is about to come out on streaming for um, for a watch. good price of twenty dollars. I'm gonna watch it. It's got three new songs. Even yeah. while the streams is now in there, finally, you know she took it out. She took it out of the three theater movie. I was like, bro, well, well, was Love Story in it? Yeah, it's always been. I love that song. You want to watch it together? No, <laughs> that sounded bad. <laughs> that sounded anyway. Bills Chiefs. Who do you got? Chiefs. I need Travis Kelsey. Uh, I, I got the uh, Bills winning because they, they need, need, need they need Josh Allen late second touchdown. Uh, the hottest team in the NFL. The Broncos, six and six. That's crazy. How crazy. they are surviving, I don't know, but Literally. they're on the road against one of the non-hottest They teams. survived last week, right? This is a Sunday afternoon game on CBS against the Chargers. Kellen Moore is just not having it right now. And uh, L.A. is favored only by three points at home. This should be a tough game. And, of course, ASCS rivals. Yep. I know that the Cowboys – uh, make a lot of good decisions. Actually, when you look down at all, they actually end up making a lot of good decisions. That one might be the best one they've done in a while. He's revolutionized the man. I'm pretty. McCarthy? I can't believe I'm like McCarthy. Yeah. I uh, I wonder who said McCarthy was going to do that, but nobody listened. I did to not me. dispute you though, because I hate Kellen's calling. I, I didn't know a lot of people. It's me. I'm a little happy about it. I'm not happy that he's fair. I don't want to wish yeah, right. anyway. But what I'm trying to say is I, I knew Kellen was the problem for the longest time. Kellen Moore is a great first, initial right. planner. He'll plan it all great. The first drive, but, yeah. genius. But game, but then the defense is like, all right, we we'll got counter. It yep. It's you know, like it's he's called done. chess. I guarantee you could kill Moore in chess because he wouldn't know how to counter your <laughs> he's moves. He's got the first move. He's like, all right, I'm out. Yeah, he's like, ah, I got you there. And I'm like, okay. Doo, doo, doo. I can't believe I'm going to pick it. I think Denver's going to finally get the seven wins. I think so, too. I think Sean Payton is going to. How about that? And Sean Payton, you know he's going to outwork that little uh, yeah. boy genius. Give me uh, the Bronco there. By the way, two Monday night football games all at the same time. This is why you should like this, because the bowl games allow for that. Well, it's weird. that Remember, originally in the early year, it was at an hour apart. Yeah. Now they're doing it at the same time. Because I they're doing that weird thing where you can, uh, you know, oh, you know why? It's because they're letting they're doing that thing where like Hayden and Eli are watching both at the same time. I don't know about that, but we'll, we'll I don't know. But it's A B and ESPN. Let me tell, let me tell, everything is everything is for the is for the viewership. So that's a hundred percent why well, they. Did I don't it. care about the first game. That's Packers. God, Giants. I hope I hope for, I for God I I really hope that Peyton and Eli are not broadcasting from Dallas with their TV because they can't watch the ABC game. But get your crap together. I know. Were you affected? No. I don't have cable or direct satellite. Oh, that's right, because you you do the. We just watch YouTube all the. No, my, I convinced uh, my mom to do that. Like into it, and now we save money on it, and I just have like HBO Max or something like that. Yeah, see, YouTube. I have the channel, and then sir. I just I have, have I just borrow people's login for sports stuff. Oh, okay. All right, we're not gonna do actually those two Monday night games. They both suck. They no, both suck. real quick. Tell me real quick. All right, Packers Giants. <laughs> Packers. <laughs> Titans <laughs> okay. Dolphins. 
It'll be fun to watch Miami. I'm a Miami's Miami. up by thirteen. They're favored yeah, by thirteen. I'll, I'll be fun to watch Miami, but you're right. Those games. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Uh, damn, there are no other. Oh, yeah, there are no other games. Well, I would if I would have done this. They're all blow, no, they're all blowouts right now. But we'll go with them because you think this team's gonna go places. The Jaguars on the road against the Browns, both with start backup quarterbacks now. No, no. No. Trevor Lawrence is not coming back in one week from yeah. a high ankle sprain. They said there's a chance. No, and I, listen, it's not happening. And he's superhuman. It's not happening. Well, With that hair, well, you can do what? anything. Well, guess what? The Browns are favored by three. Well, when he trots out on the field in full uniform. All right, so you're picking the Jaguars? Yeah, I'm picking the Jaguars. Are you give kidding me, the, me? Give me the Browns to go 8-5 and five and uh, push down the Jaguars' hopes of winning this AFC title. You can't game. admit that Trevor Throw ball. We'll see. We'll see. You can't stand right, him. Time for the Cowboys. Time like for the Eagles. Cowboys are favored by three and a half. I almost called that Seahawks score last week. You almost did, yeah. but you didn't. Ten and two <laughs> Eagles. Cowboys nine and three. Who do you got, buddy? I gotta go, Cowboys, man. I feel like they're playing just unbelievable again. I said if you just beat the Seahawks, you can have a conversation. Here's the conversation. They can beat teams that are good, I think. And also to your to our credit, or anyways, credit. I don't even know. I'm sure we. But listen, they had four bad games they had to get through. They won them all. They took care of business, and that's a big deal. And they, they beat, like I said, they finally beat a team that we consider pretty okay. So here we are in the conversation. The Cowboys have entered the chat. I think they're better than the Eagle, Eagles right now. I just think the Eagles have skated by, and to their credit, they have skated by, and they've won those games. But let's do this. In Dallas, in Arlington, is it a night game, right? Sunday, Sunday night. night. Let's do it. Let's make the Eagles have to not mess up anymore. I don't think they can. I'm going to go with the Cowboys, and I think that they're going to score. Good God, how long is your thing? What? So I'm just trying to lay out all, because you're not going to let me talk again, so i got to lay out all my stuff. I'm going Cowboys. 35. Eagles, 27. Okay. And I would not be shocked, though. I would be totally down if you picked Cowboys 30, Eagles 14. I'm telling you right now, the Cowboys defense had a bad game against the Seahawks. I think they're going to field day with Philadelphia, right? Well, well, well here's the thing. They're not going to let that happen like two weeks in a row. Right. Mike Micah Parsons is too, too much of a lion. A lion. Lion. A lion. Whatever. Lying. I just I said it. Yeah, sorry. A lion. He's too much of a lion right there. He has too much of a heart of a champion. Uh, the guy is not going to let that happen. This defense is too proud to have two back-to-back uh, performances like that. They are going to put up a show. And what I saw from Jalen is he, he's, he's got it. He, that knee injury slowed him down a bit. And the offensive line is not as effective as it was. Right. I think that the Dallas pass rush is going to come alive uh, on Sunday night. And I think the Cowboys offense – Sorry, they're in a mode right now where they're clicking on the cylinders. Dak Prescott, I'm sorry, is playing the best football he's had. This is going to be a close game, didn't it, uh, but not as close as the Seahawks game. I got the Cowboys winning 35-21. to 21. All right, we're 35, right there. 35-21. Okay. Right. Cowboys win. I'm down for it's four be, It's going to be close. 14. It's going to be a close game up until third, and then the Cowboys are going to pull away in the fourth. I have it right now. Deron Bland has another pick six in this game. Mark is that before down. or after he lets – Darian Slay. Shut up. And all those guys. Uh, I mean, <laughs> 100. You mean A.J. Brown. A.J. <laughs> Brown and, and uh, Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. Thank yeah. you. Why not keep I've been you saying bring, You're saying they're secondary players. I, I know. I was saying. You're right. I did say that. Said Darian, oh my, I, why why Darian, did I say what, that? What, Darius Slay on the sideline? <laughs> he plays receiver now. I don't know why I said right, that. Well, 
I'm telling you right now, it's going to be an epic game. Should and be. I hope the Cowboys do know, understand this, and I'll I'll get a feel for this when I go down Thursday at, at, at the star. But I feel like hopefully they take this game like it's revenge. And what's I nice about to, it, I want them amped up for this right. game. I and want them prepared for this game. And what's nice about this game is that it matters now. If you would have lost any of those other games, like if you lost the Seahawks game. They got a cushion now, so it probably doesn't mean as much. It means a lot. Probably means something to us, but like the Eagles, eh, you know, now it means something because you could tie them, kinda. You could tie them in a way that they cannot mess up again, or uh, and you it take the division. Pre- and it puts pressure on both Absolutely. teams. Absolutely, and that's what's going to make it such a big deal. I'm excited for the game. I think the players are jazzed up for it. This could right. be fun. This is what all it's right. all about. Um, I'll let everyone. I'll let everybody know going ahead. We're going to play it this month a year. We'll probably not have a show next week. I'll be out of town all Thank next week. God. Wow. I'm just kidding. We will be out of town. I will be out Where of town. Where are you next going? You're not, are you going to Austin? That? Yeah. Is that because you're a Longhorns fan? Y'all going to watch the no, game? No, we're not. My sister is. That's <laughs> it. Right? I don't know. You're the one that did text me the other day and said you should wear burnt orange. I was joking. I don't think you are. Everybody always wears the burnt orange eventually. Anyway, um, but I'm going down to Austin, so I won't be here. Uh, but we can uh, catch us on Mass Beat. It will be you and I this week. Yeah. Hopefully you've remembered. Uh, we should start that. We should we'll probably get on that. Because uh, the Mavericks, uh, this set, so catch us on Mass Beat this How's Saturday afternoon. Uh, uh, and um, you'll be doing whatever. I don't know what you, what you want to promote. It's big time for the Beaver Boys, man. We just did an episode yesterday that I have yet to get out yet, but it's the first time we've ever podcasted. Kind of playoff your, team. You're kind of lazy on your podcast. I got a lot of work I'm doing. I spent six hours today editing videos for the Mavericks. I know you could thank Skrillex and Diplo. Uh, he's still alive? Diplo? Skrillex? Oh, dude. He's like one of the hottest things right now. But Avicii the one that's dead. He's dead. Yeah. God. Anyway, well, go check out the Bevo Boys, and where can we find all your work? What's your Twitter or whatever? BeRavy.com is where I write. Um, should be covering a festival at the end of the year. Lights all night here in Dallas. Unless I go to the game, then I will not be doing that. Um and then you can find me on Twitter at Crane Branch, C-R-E-I-G-H-T-O-N, Branch, B-R-A-N-C-H. And, uh, yeah, that's where I post all my stuff. I got to – the magazine's out now, so I'll be posting my uh, official ACL recap on the Twitter page here pretty soon. You can right. uh, check you can it all out. on Twitter at EA Sports Oh, Bevo Boys. Yeah. Okay, you can't wait. You can't say it. Well, Forgot I'm about right. the Bevo Boys. Just Bevo Boys. Pod, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Boom. Done. There you go. That's the winner's podcast, by the way. Only people that have made the top four playoff teams – can we listen? Okay, can you listen? No, you can't because you don't support a team that's made the top. Let me tell you something also before you get going, okay? They're expanding to 12 teams next year, right? Right? Say yes. 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 Yes, they are. University of Texas, the University of Texas will officially be cemented as one of the only colleges to make those initial top four team plays. Not Tech, not A&M, not Baylor, not anybody. Texas, okay, after all that. Anyway. Raise your hand if your team's part of the official top four. That's what I thought. Uh huh. Go ahead and turn that mic off. It don't matter. We beat you by 50 points. Anyway, you can follow me at Twitter at EA Sports DFW. Again, that's EA Sports DFW. And of course, on the ground, because we do for them at Azad60. Ladies, go ahead and DM me there. If you want to sponsor Talking Poppin' or if you want to be an additional sponsor, Chilling with the Cows or any other great segments, follow me on Twitter or create on Twitter. DM us and we'll work something out. All right. Well, that's. 
it for our holiday programming. Creighton, uh, uh, I hope cold comes in your stockings. <laughs> and uh, Merry, whatever, ho- happy holidays to you. Merry Christmas, we Harry Annika, whatever you're it. celebrating. I love you, you love me, and I hate Chris. Steve Sarkeesian, Quinn Ewers, that's my, that's my.